0: Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle. This is episode 17, and tonight we've got a great episode, uh, an interesting story. We have a female Russian grower. We're going to hear about her stories. I mean, she has so many interesting aspects of her life as far as her journey is being a grower, trimmer, technician, uh, writer, journalist. Uh, I'm sure she has a lot of cool things to tell us as, lo- as well as a cool story. So uh, if you would, let's uh, get this started and let's introduce Sonia. Wait, what? How you doing tonight? How, can you? Uh, Hi. How you doing? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, first of all, where they can find you?
1: Yes, absolutely. First of all, thank you for having me. I don't think I've ever talked on a podcast in English before, which is very fascinating for me. Um, You can find me on Instagram, and my handle is Sonia Wait What, one word, Uh, Wait What, because my last name is kind of unpronounceable, and I gave up on telling people how it sounds. Yeah, so that is my main form of communication with anyone who wants to talk to me. And I do not use any other social networks, so you're welcome to text me there.
0: Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, it sounds like you've had an incredible journey. You're uh, a Russian native, correct?
1: That is correct, yeah. Nice. Uh, let me, yeah, let me start from the beginning. I actually was born in 1991 which is pretty cool because my passport, uh, my Russian passport still says USSR as a country of birth, but I remember nothing about that. But I am the USSR baby. I was born in Siberia in the city of Irkutsk, which is near Lake Baikal, the deepest lake in the world. It's a pretty mountainy area. It's very beautiful there. And um, that is probably the most thing I miss about my home and yeah I was born and raised there and my parents are doctors which did affect my life for sure and when I was studying in middle school and high school I always tended to be either a literature nerd or a biology nerd and I think that when the time for graduation came I really didn't know what to do because I was really good in writing and talking and they loved reading and i loved books and so on but also was really good with uh, working with plants in the biology class but what made a difference and i think it's pretty funny looking back at that is uh how teachers approached teaching in general my biology teacher was not very engaging she was not very open and communicative whilst my literature and russian language teacher was very interested in me in particular and other students, so of course, I was like more emotional about books than about plants, so I ended up on a in the journalism department with a minor in european literature, actually because i you know I was that girl I was the girl who who read a lot of you know Jane Austen and Virginia Woolf. even though that yeah, and all of that, so I did that. Uh, for um, yeah for five years I've been studying Um, I got my master's degree in theory of communication and media philosophy what I was working with is the um, philosophical approach to how we share information especially like in the age of media internet and so on so nothing whatsoever ever in my life suggested that I will end up in the cannabis industry even after I moved here because originally I came here to study uh, and then I got married and then uh, I started to work a little bit and I still work as a journalist and so on. And it was very hard for me and challenging because at that time back in Russia um, a lot of things were happening so I moved before Crimea was occupied and then um taken by Russia I came here before like a lot of events happened and at the same time I started to develop this very feministic Russian narrative like I was um having my own blog I was going on a TED talk like I had a TED talk about that and so on and then eventually it hit me that I don't want to do that anymore and the reason for that was um There were, like, many reasons, but that particular one that, like, changed everything was that I wanted to work with my hands. I didn't want to sit with a laptop anymore, and I found a job in PSI Labs, and uh, the job actually originally was just a customer service, so I was on the phone, which also was really funny because I, uh, I had a heavier accent my... Grammar was—I mean, it's still not perfect—but it was even worse then. And I still was able to handle conversations and take samples in and so on. And then uh, Psy Labs just started—not just started, but they, we still were small, so they needed help at the back end. And I started to uh, be able to be a person who was responsible for visual analysis of of the bots that were coming in. And of every sample so my job was is to sit with a microscope and check 200 samples a day for mold mildew any infestation foreign materials and so on so many many pictures that people saw from psy Labs from the results that they received on their samples were probably taken by me like back in that time so yeah do you have any questions so far
0: so how many uh, So how bad were the samples coming in, I guess, at that point, where with molds, I would say how many what oh, what was the percentage I've, of uh, bad samples coming in?
1: I've seen a lot of crazy stuff, and it actually um, I wouldn't say that it would make me sick, but some bats would look like they were trimmed by a dog. They were like hairy dirty I don't know what people were doing with them this and of course uh Michigan in general is very uh prone for powdering to powdery mildew we have a lot of issues with that because of our climate and as soon as like the winter comes the winter is wet we're all starting to develop that and the summer comes the thrips and the mites become active and so on so it is pretty hard in general in my opinion for michigan grower to keep uh their uh their crops sanitary and hygienic and many many samples that would come would be horrible including those that we would test for high times cup or something like that and it would always amaze me why would you want to bring a bud from a garden that you know have pm in there because if you have powdery mildew on the bud, you most certainly have it on the foliage as well, you know.
0: Well, I would say in some cases, now, if you're gonna bring it to high times, I would hope that you would know what you were doing before you'd even step to a high times platform. But exactly. in the other cases, it, I would think maybe it was more uh, negligible, negligible oh, excuse me, negligible growers that weren't quite uh, knowledgeable in spotting the PM, and they were mm-hmm. just bringing it in to test to see if it did have it, because they were unsure of what they were seeing. Uh, I think they that may have been a little bit of it, but no justification on that. So, oh, yeah. Uh, it's,
1: it's a little bit of a, uh, of a doubt about how it ended up there, and sometimes people really do not notice. Even knowledgeable growers would just miss something, especially if something comes for the first time. Sometimes it just takes a while to just even see that the problem is present. And that's why I can give an advice that I would be given my uh, growth with whom I work right now. And this is, if you can afford it, like i worked in a licensed facility right now, so it's different, but if you're still a caregiver, uh, get a microscope, doesn't matter. There are like $130 on Amazon, very, very small with like a small screen and so on. And do it yourself because you do not want to bring in the bud to the lab or to a dispensary, provisioning center, sorry, not a dispensary anymore and be turned down and not know, what, not know what to do with this product anymore. So start early, start checking early, every day, 20 minutes a day, walk around the, the the garden if the lights are off, like use a green light or anything. Look at the leafage. Look if uh, airflow is fine and so on. Just do it constantly. And I can guarantee that the quality of the product would go up just because you're being v- vigilant. You're keeping an eye on it instead of just like letting it slide till the end. Or if you see a little spot of PM, you assume that, the room is already contaminated and the powdery mildew is already colonizing your uh, plants so you have to start and treat it instantly.
0: Well with that being said uh, do you have any methods of treating it? Uh,
1: Yeah. Uh, You seem
0: pretty knowledgeable on the subject so uh, I think you must have some tips for the cure.
1: well, uh, funnily enough, when I was a kid, uh, my grandparents, who were scientists by day, also had a small farm. Uh, and that's the first time I was introduced to powder and mildew. And what they did, they made a mix of, and like, this is not an advice, don't do that. But what they did, they made a mix of soap, of hard soap, <clears throat> like castile soap or something, and uh, baking soda. And they would spray the leafage and then spray it with um, water. and that how they would treat it. So that is the first time time I learned about that. but of course it's like it's very old school Soviet Russia style. what what I use usually when I see like this portion of PM just starting to occur is banish. I don't know if you allow like the names of the products on your podcast because I'm not advertising. No one is paying me for that, but banish is something. Oh, please, go ahead. Yeah, and with banish, I uh, would suggest um, pH in your water. And first of all, the water that you spray in your uh, plants with should be reverse osmosis or filtered water. It should be warm enough for... Plants not to get stressed by this so <clears throat> i'm not saying like 90 degrees but kind of the room temperature and uh ph to 12 so that seemed to work especially when you just see the sport because uh what uh banisher actually is it's an oil and it kind of kills and washes it off but if the stuff gets worse i would suggest using a enzymes and there are many different brands of enzymes on the market but I know that right now especially when uh, Michigan is moving towards rec and med and licensed uh, industry in general there are more and more restrictions on what you can use on that and um, yeah that is enzymes are always fine till the last day before harvest it should be okay they are not harmful and If you are choosing something, what I would do is always check if it can be approved for food crops. If it's okay on food, it's fine on cannabis too.
0: That's very, very good advice. Now I heard you mention uh, like hard soap uh, that your parents use hard soap and baking soda that's gonna be pretty similar to soap nuts, correct? That uh, you see on the market, like an ivory yeah. soap, soap nuts. So yeah. is there so- any negative effects to using soap nuts? Cause I said, I heard you say, uh, you weren't suggesting that, that it was you know old school, but I know uh, a few people that do know, use the soap nuts. So is there some negative effects to using the soap nuts on cannabis?
1: I personally when I said that I'm not given an advice is because I know pretty much nothing about soap and cannabis I never use soap nuts on cannabis myself so I don't know and I would assume that it's fine because they used it on tomatoes so it should be fine I don't know yeah like I'm going probably you're going to ask me some questions and I would say I don't know because I don't want to uh, mislead or misinform anyone. There are things that are not my expertise for sure.
0: No problem. I respect that. So when you're working in the lab, what were some of uh, the highest THCs? And I am a firm advocate that the higher THC levels don't indicate uh, necessarily the quality, of the, the effects of the bud. I I believe more of the terpene and entourage effect, but I'm just curious on what are the, some of the highest THC uh, content that you've seen while you were in the lab.
1: I'm trying to remember. As far as flower. Flower, I think it was um, around 33 to 35, which was crazy. And everyone like went to look at that and just like, that is insane. There were many, many bots in high 20s. The high 20s is, is okay. And it's also interesting that I was working in the lab in the, this period of like Michigan cannabis industry when it was developing so fast. And when I just started to work, like 17 to 22 was kind of the norm. And then like six months later, it's already like upper 20s. And like 17 and 22 is already like, eh could be better, you know, but there are like there are some some bots that would be in thirties, like 33, 32, and so on. But uh yes, you mentioned that because I already um talked to you about that. I do not believe in high potency as the qualifier of a good bot in general. Yeah, because I'm a firm
0: believer in it as well. Ah, uh, can you tell me about the, what your know, your thoughts on that, and how our terpenes can uh, more influence, uh, be more of an influence on THC and the whole effect versus just the THC, in your in your opinion? Uh,
1: in my opinion, we still have such a long way to go in the matter of discovering how terpenes affect human body and human experience and how they interact with thc cbd and any other cannabinoids there are what like 70 of them i'm not even sure right now right but um i think that what we do when we start paying attention to the number to the potency what happens in that we start kind of a race And this is not a race. This is the experience. This is a wellness practice. And you're supposed to look at how you feel experiencing a particular cannabis strain, right? So, yes, you can smoke a strain with 29% THC and you're going to be stoned as fuck. Is it going to do any good for you in this particular situation? Or do you want to enjoy, let's say, 14, 16% THC with beautiful tripping content, which smells nice, which smokes nice, which doesn't glue you to the couch and you are actually keep living through this period of you being high and you have other experiences with your product outside of just being high or stoned. You know, that's where I'm coming from when I say that I do believe in terpens because also terpens are found all over the place, right? Bees have terpens, like some insects actually produce terpens the same as the flower would, right? And we know already so much about aromatherapy, we know so much about um, how to use essential oils. And I am personally not the person who does it, but I do understand that the knowledge is out there. So why wouldn't you incorporate something safe and pleasant into your experience instead of running after high THC content? it's the same. It's like how moonshine came into America. It was during the prohibition, right? Because you want to pack as much of potency into a smaller, smaller vessel. That I feel that what happened with cannabis too, and now, you know, prohibition is over, we have wines, we have ciders, we have cocktails and so on, you don't need to get fucked up for cheaper and for like a sm- smaller amount, you can actually make it a valuable experience a part of your life, and I think that terpenes are essential in this, and if we're moving towards talking about health benefits, also First of all, no one knows because no one knows how they interact with one another is with THC. But secondly, I think that it's time to start looking into that. And I know there are labs in Oregon. Uh, I don't remember the name. I'm so sorry. But yeah, I read like this research that they start doing that just to see how turpens can affect our well-being. I agree. Like 100%.
0: I know that when I smoke flour that's super high in THC, I, I prefer myself uh, lower around the 20% range and something that is has more terpenes in it. When I'm smoking something that's over 30% THC, it usually gives me anxiety. I'm just like, uh, it's not one of the better smokes. I'd rather just you know, take it down and have it be more of a mm-hmm. flavorful experience like you just said. Um, what I'm kind of interested in uh, knowing is uh, your thoughts on, uh, like, say, ac- extracts and uh, artists mixing uh, terpenes in both uh, cannabis-derived and non-cannabis-derived. Your thoughts on, ad- you know, that, and uh, your thoughts on adding, you know, basically non-cannabis-derived terpenes. I know chemically they're basically the same as if they're derived from a plant. But then it can also be mocked you know artificially. I guess, mm-hmm. so your thoughts on all of them, you know a, B, and c, uh, possibly being mixed in with extracts?
1: I know nothing about potential harm of that, except of course, if we were talking about tested product from a qualified licensed facility or extractor who has like good practices and so on i don't think it's a bad thing on, on its own especially when it comes to the pricing and you do want to enhance experience but keep the price low instead of like getting the bud just right because as we all know to develop the good bud especially when you have a particular qualities that you want to get out of, of your plant it's a lot of work if you want to do that and provide people with safe product with terpenes being uh being uh, sorry being from a different plant good on the other hand why would you do that if you have so much opportunities in cannabis world, to produce such a good product without using extra terpenes or, at, in general, like any additives, I think that the lesser steps are taken, the better. In general, but again, I I wouldn't say that it's necessarily the you know the evil of our of our industry. It's not. Yeah.
0: Nice. So uh, while we're talking about extraction, your thoughts on people taking that bad cannabis and taking it to the distractor, which seems to be a big thing right now in Michigan, people that are afraid of taking their stuff in for testing because they know it has PM on it or whatever. So they're taking it to the extractor and leaving it to the extractor to try to separate that stuff chemically. Uh, It seems to be what has is going on here currently in the extract market is uh that's where the stuff is going that people so your thoughts on is it actually capable of filtering that stuff out in the extraction process i know they say they can separate heavy metals and stuff like that but And it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth, knowing that they were there to to begin with. So uh, is the extraction process actually that thorough? And are you seeing a lot of contaminants in the extract market?
1: That is such a good question. I love it. And uh, it's interesting. Because I emotionally 100% with you, just like you talk about it, just like it tastes differently when you know that it might be from a plant that had like PM or mites on it, like in our head. However, uh, haven't seen one sample of extraction with powdery mildew on that, seen foreign materials, seen high residuals like heavy metals or acetone sometimes and so on never seen the contamination with uh, bugs or mold or pm so i would say that in this case yes we can trust it and yes sometimes and pretty often let's be fair we do uh dump the product not we but like in our industry in michigan people would be dumping the product that is not good quality into extraction facilities it's it's a way to make money back and it's definitely not unsafe if the extractors are using you know ethical techniques and they're using the um chemicals that are not living residuals or so on so it's okay it's not the best. I like, I personally love the flower. Like everything else for me right now, as I know it, it's not something that I usually go for. I love the plant. I love biology. I love the plant. So, yeah.
0: I agree too. I agree 100%. It just, you know, knowing it was there, just Leaves a bad taste in my mouth, and I, again, I guess they don't—they're not advertising the fact that it was ever in there when they're passing it to you. Oh, but you I just—I know. know that a lot of like places, never are, know, you know,
1: the bot is the same. You never know because, like, sometimes people would be like given the bad for testing that the test negative for any um, PM or pests whatsoever, but they know damn sure that their crop had some PM and it might end up on some of the batches not the ones that were tested that because like it's the whole batch so you will never be 100% sure if you're not the one who grew it and i think that more or less it's okay that's why we have practices here in michigan and across the country uh, of testing of relying on certification and so on i think it's a, overall that is like one of the good things of um, what's going on right now in michigan in particular and yeah talking about how it tastes you know them well that uh the product that you grew tastes the best and yeah because you've seen it
0: well i don't think it's you know it it tastes good because you know what you put in it and you've done a great job but it's always just that too it's always that uh you know, you won the end of a goal, you know, the, mm-hmm. the taste of a job. Well done. I think that has a lot to do with that feeling that it's, it's that's the true. best, you know, it could be good, but you know, knowing you did it yourself and it's an accomplished goal, it makes it all the more better. So let's talk terpenes. I know that's, uh, you told me that's one of your interests as well. What are the, uh, different, uh, in main terpene and cannabis and which ones are your favorite?
1: okay let me open up the table so um we can navigate them one by one okay and my favorite one i'll tell you right away i just want to make sure the thing with me and latin names that like go from come from latin words and so on we have them in russia too and i really bad in pronouncing them so, sometimes so um yeah my favorite one personally is linalool that's the same one that comes um, uh, from lavender too although like but that is uh, that contains linalool would doesn't necessarily smell like lavender right, but I do like it because it's just very relaxing very beautiful smell smell pinene, another one it, it comes in the strains that are earthy that are like piney kind of that's like um example of that would be headmaster Kush right? That's another one that they like too, because that is the one that it's a little bit old school, but it's also like makes it familiar. And this is like the experience that people do look for sometimes. Right. And uh those probably two of my favorite ones. And yeah,
0: that was headmaster um, Kush. You, you pointed out for alpha Piney or a Piney.
1: Yeah, I think that uh,
0: that one that's the one currently is uh my favorite and that's the one I'm ch- chasing so if you've got a good lead on that name I'm already writing it down on something that I mean okay
1: we will talk later <laughs> about that yeah I but mean,
0: I I didn't mean to interrupt but I just wanted to take note of that Thank oh you.
1: no no that's okay I'm I'm just making a joke so that is uh definitely something that they like I also always liked to the smell and the taste of sour diesel that has a lot of limonene in there. I don't know if I say it right, again, whatsoever, but it's a beach to grow. So, (laughs) I wouldn't say that it's my ultimate favorite, for sure, but, um, yeah, that's what it is. Whew!
0: I know. How do you? I guess while we're on lemon limonene, excuse me. uh, How do you feel about like uh, introducing that uh, in an artificial way to the plant? Because there are products out there like uh, Turbinator that you can feed to your plant that uh, bring out that limonene, and uh, and it brings it out in a big way, almost too much. It uh, if you use it with multi strains, then it kind of almost blends them together a little bit. But uh, what's your thoughts on, like, trying to bring someone... On? I, I'm, over, I'm jumping ahead of myself. I was going to ask that later. No,
1: no, no it's okay. I one, so. think my main question is, why would you do that? Like, what, what is such a necessity for you to introduce something that's already there? And what makes your plant unique? You know, just because you want to to sell it for more or like, why do you do that? That is like, that's the thing that uh, I a little bit struggle with, maybe even ethically or just because I do love uh, plants in general, just like it's already there. And we like, we're not here only for money. So in my opinion, I personally would never do that because I never done it. I've seen the products and I'm just like, interesting why though and it's i i don't know in general like talking about uh any additives any chemicals any even like organic uh nutrients and so on my room, rule of thumb would be to use the products that are already used in horticulture in different industries like in different on different crops not only on cannabis because many Many of the products that you are describing would be aiming for growers in particular. And this is not exactly the market that, excuse me, the market that I would be trusting much in general. So I don't know. If you want to, please. If it's a, like if some, again, it's like that's the the beautiful thing about growing. It can be very different. Everyone is, grow, is growing. Very uniquely, and it's funny to talk with other growers and I would be saying, like, "Well, I love oxycloners, and people would be just like, "No, this shit, it's bad. I like rock wool, I hate rock wool, but we everyone is getting great results, so do you i but I personally still asking, why would you do that? You know
0: oh, I agree a hundred percent I believe." somebody would add it just because of uh you know to increase that level maybe they're an extract artist and they want but i wouldn't personally i don't like the thoughts of using it because i grow on multi strains and i hey i'm looking for fl- independent flavors so why would i want to blend them all exactly. together and be my answer to that if i'm looking with it if my, the strain i'm looking into doesn't have enough limamine of its own in it then I just may need to just change the strain altogether instead of trying to add something to it. Obviously, it's not the one. So it's, in my mm-hmm. opinion, it would be better just to move on. So I agree 100%. on that. Yeah,
1: that's the beauty with uh, cannabis strains. There are so many and seed, seeds are available and seedling is fun. And uh, people do share cuts with one another too and see what happens after that. And yeah, it's uh, it's fun. That is, uh, like, trying to affect your terpenoid profile of your plant on your own is actually fun. It's a fun activity, you know, instead of uh, introducing anything extra. It's like it's already there. It's already, like, kind of a puzzle for you, you know?
0: Well, there's other ways to bring it out without adding things, like, you know, stressing the plant and maybe uh, mm-hmm. just going in with a lower nitrogen level and, you know, just the soil and in, in itself. Maybe oh, if you're not sorry. happy with yeah. the strain, maybe...
1: Sorry, I interrupted.
0: Oh, no. No, you're you're the guest here. I want to hear your oh, opinion. People these people do. hear me jabber every night. <laughs>
1: uh, people do uh, stress plants for these purposes, and I actually think that it's... Um, it... It may be for, for best because I do drop CO2 levels by the end of the harvest, for instance. And uh, that is, by the way, I don't know if people know it, but it's like more of a fun fact. When people say that out, uh, plants grown outdoors would be like better tasting and better smelling, it actually has like a real science behind it. And the science is that outdoor plants receive more UV light and they need to protect themselves from more UV light. And what they do, they produce resin, and resin is very smelly, tastes good, right? So that's why we all laugh when, you know, the time of the year comes around when people start harvesting their outdoor crops and everyone is super excited about them because they're different and they're different for this particular reason because the plant is not nourished in hygienic sanitized environment because it's living its own life in you know and and it usually not usually but sometimes um, more um, organisms are introduced to the soil in which it's grown right so the soil becomes living soil so it's all different and like you're right because of stressing, stressing the plant and letting the plant to build their immune mechanisms we can receive different results sometimes worse because we've all seen this story happening how something went wrong and then we have small buds and a lot of seeds and everyone is devastated but also sometimes it is for better like drought like uh as you said like dropping nitrogen levels or co2 and so on so yeah i would definitely look into that when but i would say if you're just starting growing just stick with your textbook for a little bit because it does take uh, a good eye to start noticing things like that for sure and like see what would be better what would be worse and so on
0: i was aware of the the uv increasing the turps i just don't like the idea of uh bringing it indoors into my environment you know it's bad for my eyes it's bad for my skin so uh I'm doing a good job as it's on my own. I just don't feel like taking the risk of bringing it into my gardens worth the the overall end. And and there's a lot of light companies out there that are trying to get you to introduce it. And I don't understand, you know, we have to work under that stuff. We have to go into the room. We know it's bad. Uh, Why Mm -hmm. are we trying to reintroduce it into our gardens?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, most of the lights, especially old school lights like halide lights, they do have a very, very small amount of UV light spectrum. So your plants are not 100% deprived from UV, UV light. So you're good. Yeah, I agree with you. Why would you do that? But yeah. Nice.
0: So uh, feel free to move on. Uh, would you like to move on to the next phase of their life? I mean, I think we've covered lab work uh, pretty yeah. well. I mean, you could, it's your journey. You can uh, You talk Take it wherever you want. I mean, it's an incredible story so far. So don't let me interrupt. I'm just saying if you, I don't want to have to keep you on a subject that, you know, on one subject if you want me to move on. Well, to
1: continue my story, it would be like that. Uh, I worked in a lab and then uh, I worked as a trim manager. And that happened because I was a trimmer first. So I trimmed, and then it turned out that I am a trim machine, so I did it so fast and so good that, like, people started to respect me for <laughs> this particular thing. Uh, but, yeah, that's how I started, actually, in the, like, on the growing side, and for a long time I was not um, worried about growing itself. I was just a trimmer who would come with uh, the team and trim, and uh, I think that if you want i would try to go through like harvesting process and trimming and tell you what that'd, my, my that'd be great
0: are. i'm sure everybody here would love to hear some harvesting tips and uh which way you prefer wet or dry and all that good so mm-hmm. so yeah take us take it away take tell us all
1: i prefer dry but we will get there um Talking about harvest, um, that is something that I also was doing for some time. And um, I know that many people do cure the plant in 60 60 condition, conditions. What I mean by that, 60% relative humidity, 60%, oh, 60 degrees Fahrenheit. And they keep it like that. I actually found out recently that. 55 relative humidity and 72 degrees is something that works way better for me. And what we started to do is like we harvest, we put it on the lines. Uh, The plant sits there. And of course it shrinks because the moisture goes uh, out of it. And then you kind of consolidate it a little bit. You move the buds closer to one another. Not like all together, but by strain, of course, or by plant, whatever you prefer, right? And then uh, it does take longer Then 60-60, it's probably like 10 to to 14 days. And then it should sit in closed containers to rate a little bit. Yep, and then after that, we would start trimming. And uh, we do dry trim, and there are multiple reasons for that. Um, The first one that, in my opinion, the bud smells better after dry trim. And that is something that I didn't believe for a long time, but then I just like, just loose. Uh, tried and um, trimmed some but wet and then dried it and compared it definitely when you cure it properly it does brings up all the aroma all the smell it becomes like more uh, pungent and so on so that's why dry trim is the way to go in my opinion and another reason is that because it can take longer and it's fine when you are when you're trimming that it means that you have only this amount of time to go through your crop. Right. When uh when the bud is dry, you can especially when you have cycles and you have to navigate your timelines, it's better to have this like room for you know variety in a matter of time. So you can move it like day before, day after it cannot happen with that trim. So that's why I just like it makes more sense to me. And uh, people that I trained use Fiskars trimmers for a long time. That was like the way to go and everyone loved them, even though they're not very durable, in my opinion. They like the, how do you call it, the spiral thing? How do you call it? The spring. The spring. Yes. Got it. Sometimes I don't remember the words yet. Uh, The spring would break or something like that. But uh, once someone brought these um, pruners made by a Japanese brand called Chikamasa. I don't know if you're familiar with that. And everyone lost their minds over Chikamasas, which is interesting. I still prefer Fiskars myself, but I'm not trimming that much anymore. So uh, we got Chikamasas for guys. And Chikamasas do not have a spring. But they're like very easy to open and close and people say that they're they don't have these like wrist paints after like trimming excessively for like days and days using these chica masas. Chica masas um it's, it's like a
0: big uh, like loop candle, right? They have yes. a big loop on the back yeah. end.
1: I'm going to, to yeah, that's... name in in the no, it's not the name. Chica. Like this, Chikamasa. That's the one. So in the chat later, you can look at that. And maybe, uh, again, it's not a promotion of a brand for sure. Uh, That is just something that people started to prefer. And they are really, I like them in the garden. I like them as pruners for sure. So yeah, that's what we trimmed with. And um, usually I try to show people the technique Whatever worked for me, explain like the main thing that helps people speeding up, for instance, is this idea that you rotate the bud, not the scissors. And what I mean by that, so people would be trimming and they would like do this with the trimmers. Instead of that, trimmers should like work in one hand and you start rotating the bud. The speed goes up instantly. Uh, with that so I show people everything I know how I do that and so on and so forth I tell them how it's supposed to look I always tell like imagine that you see this button in the provision and center and you must want this butt you must look at that and it's trimmed beautifully so do that takes a while and but then I have trimmers who are so fast and so good and they love them so much they're like come in by the end of the day they have like two pounds trimmed and it's perfect. Love it. So yeah, dry trim, uh, masses now. Uh, a lot of like sanitizing in between, and in the end of the of the trim cycle, uh, I usually sit down with all myself and lubricate uh, if needed, and wash them, and make sure that they're in a good condition and good to go for the next round.
0: What can you suggest lubricating with? It's so like kind of food safe or what? You know, won't. Im- safe to get on the buds and isn't something that might uh, be bacterial
1: people do coconut oil i know that and i'm definitely not opposed to that i think that if you want to be 100 safe with that coconut oil works great uh i am not that good with that now i think about it because uh, i just use the thing it's like the bottle that you can buy in home depot and uh, that is to lubricate, like, uh, keys, not keys, locks, and, like, door, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, but then I always also sanitize them with alcohol because you need this stuff on your screw. You don't need it all over it. So I put it on the screw, and then, like, I, I get it in, and then I sanitize that around the screw. Yeah. So, Good tips. Mm-hmm. And people, people do so many different things. Um, some of them would stick the scissors into a sponge with alcohol, like soaked in alcohol. Some people use, like, just put it in alcohol and so on. The good tip for screws, if you use anything, actually, Chikamas also has screws. Why do they say It's not to cover the screw with the alcohol. So if you put it inside the, uh, the cup, it should, like, have enough alpha to cover the blades but not to go up to the screw because this way you do uh, strip it from lubricant so much faster and it becomes so much harder too and with Swiss cars I also I again I don't know how many people know about that but uh, with Swiss cars when I start the new pair I always make the screw a little bit looser not all the way not like super loose because like the looser it gets the wider the gap between the blades just a little bit and it eases up the uh, in general the tension so it becomes easier to trim
0: yeah those spring-loaded scissors can really get to your wrist after a while especially some different companies i've worked with some that are that springs definitely uh it's not even a spring it's more like a coiled up metal piece and uh, them ones can work your wrist a little bit. I mm-hmm. know myself, and again, I'm not a paid advertisement. Uh, I like the Diamond Cut Co. Uh, company. They offer uh, they're they're just like a trimming company for cannabis, and they offer uh, a bunch of scissors. I like their brands. I'm actually kind of dragged my feet on trimming today because I was they just had a new shear come out, uh, like a 6.5 spring loaded mm-hmm. with like a thumb guard on it nice i was hoping to get them today but i did not receive them so that no part on there it would have been early but uh i definitely bought new scissors and i ordered a pair just like you're talking about the the gold ones with the big loop on the back to uh to see i've never used those myself and i'm interested i've heard nothing but good things about them and uh I'm Again, I personally don't like-, like them
1: for trimming, but people do that all the time. And when I just tried them, when someone introduced them to me, I'm just like, oh, that's not going to work out. And then like people started to compete for them because there were like just a couple of them and they all wanted to trim with chikamasas. And I was just like, OK, if it works for you, it works for you. That's the rule that in general I have as a manager. I don't care how you do it, if it works for you and we have the result. Whatever I had a person who trimmed with like these small small trimmers. They're like this big and it looked like a stapler almost. So I don't know. Whatever whatever works. Whatever works. I never seen a good trimming so, machine, you know. No. Um,
0: so what kind of uh do you still do the trim work? as a trim manager do you, I do train
1: people at the license facility that I work for um, for the harvest for sure um, but I had another person who also was an extre- uh, extremely uh, experienced streamer and he also was handling that so right now it's definitely not something that I do but it's definitely something where I started and in the beginning it was uh, it was a um, cash gig for sure it was like for me to you know to make a little bit extra money and so on and then uh as I told you I wasn't like that interested in the growing uh but then just kind of it it happened kind of in an instant when I'm just like okay I want to do that now too and then I started doing that and that's all I want to do now nursery is my favorite thing
0: if you had a love for plants to begin with uh, and growing them, it's something that transfers over quite easily. And the cannabis nice. plant is one of those things that's very gratifying in just so many ways. It's a, it's a fun plant to grow. So um, before, we, when we, before, I guess we, before we get into the growing aspect, and I know for some reason you've got a bunch of great tips for everybody in, in that aspect of the, the interview as well. Well, uh, can you tell us a little bit uh, about when you actually started uh, using the plant, and uh, uh, did you use it for like a recreational use, or did uh, maybe did you take it on uh, for a medical use? Well, or do you, uh, you use it? All? I
1: actually never <laughs> was quite a connoisseur. Even if I started learning about the plant, I wasn't very much into consuming the plant in general how I mean I tried here and there but that was not my interest and only maybe in this year was the year when I actually started to explore and the reason for that um, kind of it's not very comfortable for me to talk about it but I think that it might be useful for many people I was trying to drink less because I um, realized that there are other ways to Reducing anxiety and stress for me, so I move towards towards the bud, and that's what I love doing right now. My favorite thing in the world is uh, a huge board of healthy snacks and I mean like carrots and other mummy and all of that. I'm that person, and just like a joint and just like sit and munch on fiber and actually watch something good for myself. And that is what I like to do. But I also do struggle with anxiety and I, my uh, sleeping cycles are not the best. And sometimes it's definitely uh, messing with my life in general. So I can say that it affects my cognitive abilities, it, uh, it affects my work in general and so on. So that's where I started to incorporate heavy indicas as well. And that also helped me very much. And um, finally, menstrual cramps, oh, that's the best, love it. Yeah, and now just today, I talked to my grandmother and my granddad um, is um, suffering from cancer and I didn't tell it to her because she's an old Russian lady. But in my head, I'm just like, oh, he's in Russia. Otherwise, I would definitely provide him with the information and the opportunity to incorporate cannabis into his uh, treatment because he's going through a lot of like pain and a lot of discomfort. But we cannot do it there. But I definitely would. It's
0: very is it very taboo in Russia the use of cannabis?
1: Nothing is taboo in Russia. Let's start from that. (laughs) No. Um, Yes, uh, it is definitely um, a drug considered to be an illegal drug that ruins life and so on. And that is the problem that uh, I know for sure that American society had uh, for a long time too. But in Russia, it's a lot to do with... um, lack of knowledge so for people like cannabis would be the same as opioids like kind of the same category and no one ever heard of like cannabis not being that bad they just heard that somewhere in amsterdam they're allowed for some reason but also it brings like out laziness and sluggishness and like all these bad things and also it's a getaway drug so like normal thing That, like, happened in America, as we all know, in 30s with Narcotics Bureau, it traveled all around the world. And even though we did not have these problems that American uh, federal agency used as promoting, like, anti-cannabis campaigns, we still, like, picked it from America and started to, to use it as an approach, you know? So, and my dad told me that when he used to be a kid, they just had hemp growing on the backyard that they used for like, I don't even remember what, but of course like hemp is not psychoactive, but they did have it and it was fine. But then it's not anymore, you know?
0: It's a shame because there's so many uses for the plant that uh, we're not utilizing world round. And uh, it could replace a lot of, lot of uh, plastics and other things that uh, we use. It could be, you know, naturally derived from the hemp product. And,
1: oh, yeah, and I the think hemp can have general. a huge impact uh, on industries in general because it's, uh, it's the same as bamboo. I think those two plants can actually lead the world to better sustainability practices, you know. Because it grows fast, it can do so much. It can be ropes. It can be medicine. It just why not? Why not? Because we do. Well, let's have talk to. The, you I, th- 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 I
0: couldn't think of a better person to ask this. And uh, it was used. Well, I've always heard it was used in uh, around the Chernobyl site to to clean up the ground. There is there any truth to that? And uh, if so, how come we're not, not on the plant it?
1: I never heard of that. To be honest with you, what the only thing that I heard is that they had to like lift the layer of soil and remove it from the uh, fallout zone, but maybe it's true as well. Unfortunately I don't know, but I will definitely look into that later
0: nice I, and that's what i've always heard for a long time and it's mm-hmm. they say it's because the plant does take up heavy metals so i don't know what you would do it seemed like you'd have just an equal of a problem with the plant you know what i mean there's still material there it up took it from the ground and it might make the ground a little bit better but then again yeah, now sure. you have a, a nasty material that you'd have to deal with but yeah, uh, it seems like it would be a good use to use and terrible uh uh spots i know here in the usa we have uh quite a few spots from the 50s and 60s where they dump dioxin and shit all over the the roads and uh so there's a lot of areas here that could use uh, some type of cleansing and if cannabis or the hemp could do that it'd be great but again i'm struck with uh what do you do with the uh, the byproduct it seems like you have an unnatural byproduct that you'd have to bury burn or something and again uh, mm-hmm. it just seems like you're reinducing it back into the environment in a different way but uh, i guess that's For a sure. whole nother story thought you
1: put your thoughts on way that way. too mm-hmm. like clothing food whatever like i even heard f- fuel but i'm not sure that is something that they cannot like vouch on but i think that hemp can be used as an alternative energy source as well so all of that is just fantastic and and nice and i'm looking forward for the world to catch up with that as well because it's very much needed in my opinion yep and by the way fun fact um cannabis ruderalis hemp comes from siberia it's an original siberian plant yeah
0: well the that's uh yeah the auto flower comes from Russia yes grass that is a fun fact I enjoy that mm-hmm. so um I forgot where we left off in the story here um, I'm sorry. Uh, you want to tell us about your grow Do you want to take off into uh, your growing experience and maybe some tips there
1: um yeah. Absolutely. Um, let Let me think for a second. Where should I start? Well, again, my favorite, as I already told you, my favorite thing to do is to nourish and tend to baby plants. And I know I like the plant all the way through. I like I like the blooming gardens too. I like the smell, like being there, and so on. But for some reason, something so tender about them being in veg that I just—that is my favorite thing. My I love cloning. I love.
0: So yeah, I just remember where we left off, and that was uh, I I did because I I don't want to leave a story left on told and that we were talking about uh how what how you got to your cannabis use and we were talking about it, if it was taboo in russia it's where we left off oh, yeah. before i so rudely interjected uh, sorry about that then we'll get to the growth i just want to pick up and you know i hate to leave okay. a story on, untold
1: the whole story i know people in russia who would be smoking and they would show me the product when like I was a, not a teenager, but in, like, a, in college. But I, I was, like, this person who doesn't do anything bad and so on. So, and they looked at that, and basically was just um, Keef. And as, when I asked them, I'm just, like, what is that? What they told me is that this is kind of a byproduct. That is, like, the scrapes that, like, coming from, like, Mongolia and China. And that's what they do. To like to get high, and now I just look back on that and I'm just like, oh, it's gonna taste horrible, guys. Anyways, uh, before I actually came to America, I was sure that people smoked the leaf and not the flower. That was like kind of my understanding of cannabis, so it was like an absolute zero because I knew nothing. And then when I was studying here in the United States, I took a sociology class. And we watched um, a movie on the war on drugs. And you have to keep in mind that I'm not from here. And many things that are very familiar and a part of American culture are still sometimes a big surprise for me that I just don't understand uh, what's happening. And then when I started to learn about the war on drugs and as a young and easily emotionally affected person, I got so upset with the whole story and i'm just like how people allowed that and then of course i learned the stats about people being incarcerated for nonviolent crimes uh, because of cannabis and how many of them are people of color and so on so i'm just like okay i'm actually interested in this now i think that that is uh this is a justice issue that is something that needs to be investigated and needs to be improved and so on so i actually came to the industry with like um you know, the, um, this idea of making the world a better place kind of sort of and like that is still something that I always try to keep in mind because uh, the industry in general gets uh, more and more um, like like a corporate situation. There are more people with money coming in. There are more law introduced, which is a good thing, of course. And there are more money... Here, So what happens is that we start to kind of get out of this mindset of uh, like doing it for the reasons we like people were doing that 10, 15 years ago. Right. So I kind of try to keep it in mind every time when I deal with the plant or with the facility that we are in this for many reasons. And one of them is uh, to make a world a better place. So that's how I started and then I never never seemed to stop because um, yeah, I just like stopped writing eventually. And that's what I do now. And I think that it satisfied was my need to feel useful and work with hands. So yeah, and the rest of it, I started to smoke.
0: Well, I'm telling you, I'm super excited to hear that you're making a transition from the alcohol into the cannabis. Uh, You know, I drank at one point in my life as well. I no longer do. It's been a long, long time. But uh, I'm always happy to hear, you know, people come on over to the cannabis side. It's such a more safer, safer way to relax, I think. And let me tell you this, you seem to fit all the uh, characteristics of a grower there uh, with the anxiety and the trouble sleeping. I mean, uh, most growers I know tend to have those problems. So it's. Sounds like you're gonna fit right into the next portion of the story <laughs> where you're a grower. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you've already fell into that category quite well. So uh, when did you grow in and uh, what type of systems do you run? Can you, you know, what to walk us through that? Do you prefer- It's a
1: soil-like medium. I just like, it's very standard. Yeah. yeah, cool, yeah. I think
0: you mentioned rock world at one point. What? Well, yeah, you know, ROCO is girl. used
1: yeah. for cloning sometimes, but my process goes like that. Uh, I use oxycloners. I don't know if you are, like, if I need to elaborate on that one or if you're... Nope. Um,
0: I use an oxycloner myself.
1: Yeah, I think it's... Like uh, a
0: DWC underwater, underwater current type thing. You're probably better yeah. d- at describing it than I am.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, been play, playing with oxycloners quite a some time actually and uh, my discoveries my own discoveries that I found out is that three smaller air stones are better than two big ones we've been using like two I don't know maybe three and a half inches and actually once the store ran out of them and I got three smaller and I figure out that probably the distribution of airflow within the the water is better. So that helped. And then mm-hmm. you yeah, know so I I speak to, that? to do that since
0: we're on this uh, on the same and that's what I run as well. Mm-hmm. I tried that as well because it comes with the, the circulation pump and then the, the stone that comes with them as well. And I've tried to run them both ways. I've tried to run it with just the undercurrent basically going around in there which worked great. I've also tried it with just air stones in there, like you're talking. I've run multiple, kind of tried to spread them out, So I had water mm-hmm. trickling up on there and that worked very well as well. And then I'm trying them both together and that wasn't bad either. <coughs> but um, recently I heard uh, Jeff Lowenfels about this cloning. And what he was saying was about the stones was you're kind of just inviting a, a place for bacteria to incorporate into clogged portions of the stone. So he was suggesting to
2: mm-hmm.
0: suggesting to uh, just eliminate the stone and uh, put just put the holes in there and just let it bubble. So that's what I've been trying actually. I kind of stepped it up a little bit Uh, instead of just running them in the back there where they're just kind of flopping around what I've done is I've went like kitty corner I stick one in right next to the clone into Mm -hmm. the bottom of the the tank so it's kind of you know bubbling up into the center from the corners and I'm telling you what I have noticed uh, a quicker root time and a healthier root time as well so just pointing that out maybe you want to Try that one time and, and run to see if my results match yours. But I'm telling you what, and, I, and I've done a side by side with uh, the undercurrent and with the two in the the corners there, and the two in the c- uh, corners there beat the undercurrent every time. Stronger, healthier roots. And again, I'm not you know harboring it. There's nothing, no place to harbor bacteria. So Maybe I, again, I, I don't. Need, I just wanted to throw that out because we're running. Okay the the same system there so again please tell me about your garden
1: and then second thing that i noticed is that if you use warmer water they root faster and what i mean by warmer it's like 3 degrees warmer than your room temperature so basically when i need to add a little bit more water to the corner i make sure that i use warmer water and that speed up my process and then i actually learned about that i read about that i heard about that on a podcast that actually higher temperature in the root zone helps the plants to root faster so that's another thing that they started to use yes and um yeah we do cloning and then um we step up the plants into one gallons that is my favorite plants because they're so beautiful and tiny and uh, as soon as we have at least five nodes on the, on the plant, I always cut the upper node, which actually helps with uh, the growing hormone, right? So instead of going like all the way up, the plant starts developing the branches around it. So that's uh, how early I started on the canopy in general. So cut it very early. And then I, it definitely took me a little bit of nerve to get around that because many, time so it would be just like oh my god that's too much i just fucked up the plant it's going to be all bad but no actually plants do uh do recover from that um and um yeah i do what that what
0: are your thoughts while we're on the subject of cloning and you're uh very knowledgeable obviously on the subject uh what are your thoughts on uh i know i do it uh cutting the fan leaves the shade leaves back Trimming them back to you know uh, limit transportation or uh, trans. Uh, I'm sorry, I got caught in mouth there. Transpart. I'm not even going to try it again. Uh, it limits okay, so the. Okay, start
1: it over. Let's start.
0: I, By trimming the, the fan leaves when you're when you're taking the cloning, it, uh, it limits the amount of uh, loss the plant can do. Right. Um, <laughs> And uh, eliminates- it also helps uh, the plant push transportation. I can't even spit it out if I wanted to. I've got terrible, terrible
1: transpiration.
0: Terrible. Uh, they, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> it uh, limits that. Uh, it limits the amount of perspiration that the plant can uh, uh, put out there. But doesn't it also help the plant root as well? It helps uh, put some of that energy into pushing down into the root system as well. Do you well the from fan talking leaves? about
1: cloning? That's a very interesting question because I did know I do know that there's uh, it's been research made on that on like if you need to cut the foliage, of the fan leaves or not, right? Or if you need to keep the fan leaves uh, when you clone and so on. And what they actually found out is that clones with untouched foliage, and I mean like two two sets of a leaf and the nod, right? Being completely in place, do root better than those that would be like cut how we cut, like it around, you know, for a better, like for a better, whatever we do it. I don't even know why we do it, but basically, yes. Uh, plant clones that do have the leaves in place do tend to clone better, according to this research. The problem with that, though, is that sometimes we don't have enough space, right. And we do want to keep um, the, the environment without those pockets where the pests can breed. So basically, sometimes I would say it's better to cut, cut the leaf so you don't have this problem. You have enough air circulation within your foliage of your like, small baby clones. So I think that it's like up to whoever, if you want to do that then yeah do that (laughs) so yeah um we'll be talking for like an hour and 15 minutes it's crazy i did not even notice that
0: well that just shows you are comfortable in talking with me on this show and i I appreciate every minute that you've laid down all right (laughs) do you have to get off can we continue with the story
1: uh we are going to continue with the story but I definitely can tell that my you know I'm starting to get sleepy and like lose my attention a little bit for sure so for, forgive okay. me Okay. Yeah. So yeah um uh, veg plants when they are in we do put them in one gallon right away we do use um approved uh cocoa cocoa coir to be particular about that um And uh, yeah, as soon, by the way, as soon as uh, we see rootin in the oxycloners, we start to add the same water that we use in veg. Just like a little bit of nutrients to the cloner too. I don't know if you do that, do you?
0: No, I I leave them just the way they are until I take them out of the cloner and then I uh, go a light nutrients for that first week or whatever until they drink a few times in in my cocoa and then i'll uh, increase the nutrients once they've tri- been transplanted
1: see that's what i mean people do do different things and all get great results so it's not uh it's not exactly uh the you know the exact science well
0: exactly that's what i've been expressing it's from show one uh you know we all are putting out as best information as we can. But there's a lot of ways to skin a cat, you know what I mean? And uh, the best way to take in knowledge in my book is to take in as much as you can and find out where all the variables line up. And then that's what you should go with, you know what I mean? Take in as much as you can, find out where everything lines up and then take that advice. See where every, you know what I'm saying? That should be the advice you should follow. You shouldn't just follow one person or whatever. You should, you know, take it in yourself, make you put your own judgments in there. We all have different techniques, different environments. So, yeah, you know, that's why I love having these people in. So, people Mm -hmm. like yourself can put down how you do it and everything else, and people can take in what they want. And if it matches their system and then it's something that they can, you know, apply to their garden or whatever, then. So be it. But anyway, I think it is very specific. Terrible holes.
1: Uh, Oh, that's okay. That's a specific balance between two things because I do know growers who try to introduce new techniques, who try to do new stuff, who try to develop new tactics, which is good on its own. At the same time, do not invent something that's already invented. So sometimes if something works, Leave it alone at the same time, you always want to improve, right? So, you want to introduce something new, something a little bit here, a little bit there, and like find out how it works and so on. And, uh, yeah, I think that it's going, it's always going to be a little bit of a struggle. But the thing is, the more crops you went through, the better eye you have, the better eye you have for uh, specific needs of plants. And it's funny because it's not even like the direct knowledge. It's not that like you read about it in the book and now you know, you just seen it before and you like subconsciously start to notice if like something works and something doesn't. Uh, for instance, um, I am a big fan of super cropping. That is like my thing. I love super cropping. I think it's amazing. It, it's just great, right? But it definitely took me a lot of broken collars before i found out how to do it properly and uh, other people who work with me would like get frustrated about that and i understand why because you just lost the biggest the biggest cola on the plant because you really want to bend this at the same time as soon as you start to notice what works what doesn't when to do it we started to do it earlier started to do it when the, the, the plants just pre-flower and so on. And the results are astonishing, right? So now super cropping is something that we do. And it works like that with everything. I remember defending, uh, be disregarded because it just didn't work. The plants would get super stressed about being defense. Uh, I'm super
0: interested. So when you mentioned your uh, super cropping uh, pre-flower, is that uh, like uh, within like a week or so? into flour or just, you know, in veg before flour?
1: Uh, What are
0: you implementing?
1: Actually, I do know a person who does it in veg too, and it works just fine. Uh, The way that I found it a little bit more comfortable for me is when you put them in the veg, right? And you put the first layer of trellis. That's when you see the distribution and the heights. And that's like, after that, you open up the canopy, right? You do find the right square in the trellis for every branch, so you kind of can see what can be adjusted. And that's why I say pre-flower, yes, like pre-flower is like when the, when the nod like starts to get there, right? So that's where I prefer to bend them because the other thing that, it's going to have a trellis for support too. So instead of just like going all the way down, like, you know, more than 90 degrees, it's going to lay on the trellis very like gently, and then it's going to support the plant too. But the, th- the good thing with supertropin, something that people don't understand, is that people would say like, oh, it's kind of the same as like opening up the canopy. Not exactly, because when you do bend the xylem of the plant, you also change the flow of nutrients and hormones. So you basically, when you super crop and you bend this cola, it means that the branches around the cola are going to start receiving different amount of nutrients and going to start developing differently too. So you are going to receive like bigger yield out of that. So I am a big fan of super cropping.
0: Now, when you say super cropping, that's when I kind of, what kind of threw me off there when I, Think of a scrog, I think of uh, that to be more of a low stress training uh, technique, uh, you know, gently uh, moving branches, you know, down without harming them and letting the plant naturally heal without, you know, very much stress at all. But when I think of super cropping, I actually kind of think of more like you stated in the beginning there, where you're actually Bending that, you know, stem and uh, snapping it a little bit, making a little bit of a knuckle there. So nutrients are kind of a going one way; they're not coming back down. So uh, that's the what we're talking about here. So you're talking about uh, a couple of weeks into flower, maybe you go in there and through your straw, pinch and
1: uh, yeah, knock I do. Them, I uh, do up a little bit yep i do it the same time when the first uh defending happens when i manicuring plants for the first time that is usually when the super cropping is happening too in flower stage it's um and what we do is we remove the lower branches that are not going to receive enough light or enough support and they're not going to develop so we don't we just disregard them whatsoever so it's a little bit of lollipop in, but we definitely don't have this like long 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 trees with like canopy on top but we do like cut lower branches and then we do remove the foliage that covers shades the future colors for sure and um again those like pockets of the plants where the airflow is so bad that i am personally terrified of having powder mildew so that would go too and at the same time when we do that then the super cropping starts to happen and then um after maybe two weeks after that two weeks after that sorry uh it's another round of like kind of adjusting your plant and again this is really scary because i have done it before when the whole crop would like go to shit because we didn't do it properly, so it's definitely it definitely has a lot to do with like eyeing and like being precise, but uh, then we start doing it again. and then for about a week, every day, it's my job to go through the whole room and to remove those leaves that I think are necessary, that are covering the butt and so on so it's not only done twice in my case, I do it over and over and over again looking for like, if the super cropped guys need support adjustment and so on. And if like something wasn't super cropped, but like got big, you cannot do that later when they start to flower because they develop a very strong stem and it's like a completely different story. It's harder to bend. So you stick the stake in there. So you support it with stake. And then maybe four weeks before harvest is when I completely stop messing with that it's done unless like something uh, unless the foliage is dead and can be removed because it's dead nothing is removed till the end of the harvest Uh, so yeah that is like that's my my rule um talking about like i'm trying to to walk you through my process right um again everything is very as you said i'm not
0: gonna lie I'm not going to lie, Sonia. I'm going to play with that uh, super crop and then like, you know, week, week when I I think I'm going to go in there, experiment. Yeah, so,
1: try it out. So. It's a lot of fun. For sure. But again, like, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. Um, okay, so um... I've
0: I've been growing up quite a long time, and I, I like to play a little bit. I, like we were saying, I'd rather uh, experiment with uh, natural ways of uh, bringing terps out and stressing the plant for THC's. Mm-hmm. Before I'd rather uh, put something in there. So I I love this tip. Thank you very much. I'm absolutely gonna play with this a little bit. So please, I'm looking uh...
1: forward to. Yeah, to see the results. Yeah. And uh again, if we're talking about um m- mixing the water mixes, right? I again think that everyone is quite different and whatever works for you, the same the same idea. If it works, if it's not broken, you don't need to fix it. Right. So leave it alone, basically. Um our mix is pretty simple. Uh we did use silica, but we did give up on silica, because uh, it didn't agree with our filter filters, so it became a pain in the ass to clean it all the time, but it was fine in the end of the day, because uh, also something about silica is that what, what it helps to do, it helps to build the uh, plant cells' um, walls, right, so it is very important for plant immune system in particular and so on so people who struggle a lot with powdery mildew with like moldy conditions with uh, any sort of insects it's something that you probably want to look at because uh, silica in general does help with developing these like structures within the plant however um, again I remembered about my dear grandmother um, diatomaceous earth is something that also can be used and what you you do diatomaceous earth is just a powder it basically that algae uh that algae walls too so just like it's white you mix it a little bit within your cocoa mix and you use it as like a um soilless mix with like diatomaceous earth the good thing about it too is that it is it's so dry and it's so small that it works pretty well on preventing uh, spreading of mites in particular and uh because like and thrips because uh the larva starts in the in the soil right but when you cover like the beginning of your stem by the soil and diatomaceous earth when they start to crawl up they dry out and die it's amazing i love it that's what my grandmother did maybe just again a visual thinking and i'm just like okay it worked then it's going to work now i'm not sure still doing that just in case especially when i know that some of like uh we had like some problem before so we do that uh, the mix is pretty pretty simple and easy and um 3 weeks before harvest we i introduce phosphates in the same rate as epsom salt that we also do um, Phosphates do help developing the bud structure. So in the late stage, it is pretty important, right? So to to improve your yield and so on. Uh, and at, actually, this information can be found in an amazing book. Give me a second. Oh, here it is. Beautiful. Right there. It's called, it's called do you see, Teaming Up with Nutrients? Yes, it's... I can see it. It's a little I'm sorry that it's reversed. It Jeff Oh, that's the one we already talked oh, no. about him.
0: He's actually agreed to come on the show here uh in about a month. You might want to oh, check that great. out if you want when he's on when, when he comes on, I'll send you a link to make sure you can you catch that. Uh I'm Absolutely. I can't wait for it myself. But,
1: but this is but a very that is a great book. books. Uh that is for someone who wants to learn about how the plant in the soil works on a very like affordable in the matter of like your knowledge your, your basis where you're coming from this is great for like gardeners in general so that's where you can learn about how phosphates in particular work <clears throat> on the plant right so that's what we do and then a month oh, sorry a month a week a week before harvest we flush uh, keeping the same pH of... Uh, by the way, when phosphates are introduced, the pH goes to uh, two points up, 6.4 instead 6.2, what we use. So because phosphates are absorbed on a different, uh, different level of pH. And then again, when you flush, it's 6.2 again for a week. And after that, you're good to go. The good practices with harvest that I found out is, uh, especially when... You do have like mildew problems or any other sort of these problems before you start cutting down, shut all the fence off because otherwise, all this stuff is going to be all over the place. So, or like powder, mildew spores, and so on. So before we walk in, like everything is off. If it's too hot for you, lower the temperature, but like this is not, the airflow basically stops, right? Uh, and also the same talking about the change in environmental conditions. Uh, we do develop the whole scheme of uh, CO2 ppm of uh, relative humidity week by week to, like, adjust the best environment for the stage in which the plant is right now. So it is, like, it has a lot of, like, dials, I would say. And, again, everyone has it very differently, and I really respect all of the ways people do that. I wouldn't, uh, I'm not the person who would go online and, read you know, Reddit a thread and then, like, try to introduce whatever this dude from, you know, Oregon was doing, I, and I would not suggest it to anyone who's listening to me now in particular, what I suggest to is like, if it's an interesting idea, let's say phosphate or diatomaceous earth, do your research and see if it's something that you can incorporate for yourself for sure. Uh, and yeah, the, the interesting thing happened um, once in my life is when uh, powder and mildew infestation in the room that was harvested was pretty bad and i found out online about uh h 2 bath uh i don't know if you ever heard of that so basically it's a very mild solution of hydrogen peroxide right and when you cut the the branch you cut the fan leaves and then you dip it in there for a minute and then you dip it in the fresh water and then you dry it and PM was gone. It was crazy. The bad thing about that was the H2O2.
0: -hmm. I was going to ask what would the mixture rate be for somebody that wanted to uh, incorporate
1: that. I remember the mixture rate. Uh, 5 gallons of water, 1 cup of 3% solution from they used the one online, they used the one from pharmacy because we have like these bottles of very like very high H two O two solution, like seventy percent. I don't remember. I had to like recalculate it, but it was literally like a tablespoon, basically, or something like that, per like five gallon. It doesn't need much and uh at w- on one plant, I tried to add much to see like more to see if it would make a difference. The thing is that H2O2 is so aggressive and like aggressive that it the butt when it dries it starts to crumble a little bit. So that's why the solution is so low, but it did do wonders for sure. Again, I think that people need to do everything in their power to not allow powdery mildew on their crops whatsoever but if it happens maybe you want to look in, in the um hydrogen peroxide bath because it, it kind of like made sense to me i i hope i will never have to do it again but you know it worked to a certain
0: extent No, well, that's a great tip because like you said that's something here in michigan a lot of growers battle mm-hmm. so it's, i'm glad you threw that out there and gave them an option to clean it up.
1: Yep. So um, what is, it? oh, we well, an hour and a half. Um, that is basically pretty much like the whole, uh, the whole situation that is happening in the matter of growing. Uh, now I am trying to move more to other parts of the industry. I'm very interested in, again, talking to people and uh, seeing what people across the country do. And now, when the rec is being introduced to Michigan, I'm very interested in see how that is going to affect us. Because my my philosophy in general is, uh, if you're not using cannabis for wellness, you're misusing it. And with uh, rec, recreational marijuana coming to the state, it might be very different for everyone. And I'm definitely not the person who would say that you cannot abuse. Uh, pod because you can abuse pretty much everything we all know that but in general like i'm on that side of the uh of the population that believes that it is needed and uh, that it can be used for wellness only and wellness is like it's a very wide uh wide idea right like ptsd wellness glaucoma wellness or just having good time with your lover it's also like the same category but if you're getting stoned every day, it's not like something that they judge, but it's not also something that I would support. Stoned, I mean, and that's it. And that is like circling back to higher THC. Yeah, it's going to get you fucked up. Also, do you need to? You know, kind of like that.
0: So I guess uh, I know it's getting late and you get, you're getting tired. Well, the only other question I guess well, I have a lot of questions, but I don't want to keep you up.
1: We can yeah. do it again. You, you, it's you. just like one in it. the morning.
0: <laughs> I I get it. I get it. You know, and I appreciate your time. You didn't have to come and do this, and so no, so I love
1: it. You, it's a lot
0: of fun. But and you you seem very passionate about what you do, and I do have a lot of more questions for you if you would consider coming back on, Uh because I, I, like I said we're kind of we're kind of leaving off i mean there's a lot more in the room that we could go go through there uh you know nutrients mm-hmm. and foliar feeding we can uh, do that for sure so
1: but you have to like keep that. in mind that i never this <laughs> proper education and that so everything that i'm saying uh should be taken with the grain of what what do you say grain of self and remember uh at this point yes, but- ma'am. We,
0: everybody knows that mm-hmm. i mean this is uh We're all just taking it in and making our own uh, minds up on what we're hearing anyway. So, but you know, you have to get that knowledge in and this is such a great way to at least get it in your ear and make you uh, look into it a little deeper. You understand what I'm saying? They might hear something that you're saying and just You know i gotta look deeper into that and that's what they should do anyway you know anything that that we're saying and if we're not speaking in a hundred percent terms they shouldn't run with that anyway they should take the next step and go okay that was a great idea now i need to look more into that and find out exactly what's going on on this subject they shouldn't just be taking you know what we're saying here for 100% you know writing it down as we go they should be taking ideas that, to look further and deeper into
1: yeah, exactly so uh, that's why I, that's why the community is so much fun too the, you just always talk and you just share your new practices and what happened and yeah i love it i love uh, i have a favorite hydro store I'm not going to say which one because that would definitely be an advertisement. But I just love to go there and just chat with people because it is fun. And they, like, show you a new product and you're just like, okay, I am excited about that, you know. So that's for sure. You said you had one more question. Let's do that. And then, like, I am, yeah, falling asleep. I
0: believe it was just what lights lights are you running. And then there is one more question after that. That's... The, the just a uh, quick light. Uh, which lights are you running?
1: My favorite lights ever, affluence, but they're very expensive. So, but I'm just like they're putting it out there. That's my favorite lights ever. Um, I do know uh, for a fact that when you veg plants, you need more of a bluish light when you're blooming them. You need more of a yellowish light. So, if we're talking about um, be staying on a budget, basically, I would always suggest uh, T5s for veg, and highlights for bloom. If you want to do that, uh, but again, fluence is just we we de- we do have it in uh, like in licensed facilities, and they're just fantastic. They're my favorite, and they're so like they're expensive, but they're they're very sufficient. Uh, the energy bill would would go down if you can afford them so that is that is my to go for sure and yeah yeah but uh yeah two ended highlights and uh, t5s t5s are pretty what i like about t5s and highlights they're not expensive they're like you can you can invest in them and you know not get broke
0: everybody's saying in chat how much they've enjoyed the show i just wanted to make sure and point that out to you. i don't know if you've been watching oh, the so chat nice. been nice. but <laughs> everybody has enjoyed it this whole time and they're saying it right now how much they enjoyed having you and watching you that on. Is
1: beautiful, and
0: I, I i've enjoyed this conversation as well and i do hope that uh, we can do this again what I uh, the other question I wanted to throw out there is uh, uh, we had a great gentleman in one of our uh, like tonight after we're done, I'll go into like a bonus chat. I may see if Red wants to come in and I may somebody else and we'll uh talk and whatever, uh, kind yeah. of a, like more of a group thing afterwards. But we had one of us, uh, his name was uh, Smiley Gardens on Instagram, and, and in the talk, uh, he said uh, wouldn't it be great if uh, we did a 24-hour marathon for charity on your channel so uh that's what we're gonna do we're gonna do a 24-hour spree here on 420 which is you know the the stoner holiday if you will and it's more or less an opportunity to say that we can have our little stoner holiday and do something great with it so we're going to do yes, the marathon and we're going to ask everybody to donate to a charity. And I'm kind of, you know, feeling you out a little bit to maybe see if you'd come on and maybe give me a half hour of, you know, content or something. You know, I would for love For the to. cause.
1: Of course. I would
0: appreciate that.
1: Yeah, and if uh, going so, to be any follow-up questions uh, next time, I, yeah, I would love to join again.
0: Cool. Just get back with me and uh, it'll be on 420 uh so it's like a uh, week away just give mm-hmm. me an idea of a time slot where you would be comfortable and falling in and okay. uh I'll, I'll plan accordingly and i would seriously appreciate you coming back because i know everybody would enjoy hearing from you again again this has been totally fun i hope it's been fun for you as oh, well i, so much and, fun.
1: Uh, I wish it was i a know, little i bit know <laughs>
0: They've uh, taken yeah, I, I know it, but people yeah, people's kind of hinted that they'd like to the show a little bit earlier, but it unfortunately has to f- follow into my work schedule too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah. that's Absolutely. as late as it is.
1: I think it's a great but, idea uh, for I, a late, late-time cannabis show. I really like it, it's cool.
0: Thank you, I, I, I sincerely thank you, I appreciate that. Um, I know a a lot of people in here in chat has been talking about what we've been talking about. So I know a lot of people have picked up a lot of pointers as well, not just myself. So I hope we can do this again. And I look forward to seeing you on 420. Please get back with me with a you know somewhat of a time slot. And I guess we'll chat then.
1: Perfect. Thank you so So, much uh, for having me. I really, really enjoyed it.
0: Thank you. You have a great night and uh, we'll talk soon.
1: Talk soon oh wait
0: one more time tell everybody where they can find you
1: it's instagram I, I, one word sonia wait what that's me you find you will find nothing about cannabis there because my grandmother reads it so
0: some <laughs> great some great artwork and uh some uh great photos I, I look down it it's a a great page and in a, in a way if you have any questions I'm sure she could uh answer your questions through dms so absolutely thanks again for coming on and uh, you have a great night bye bye sonia wait what wasn't that a great interview i i enjoyed myself and i picked up uh, a lot of great tips as i hope that you, you guys did as well i see red set up odds. i see Skibble 17 in chat i see charlie seven charlie's farm mr d sure how i know i screwed that just up i hope you guys enjoyed the show red Skibble. if you guys want to jump in on a late late sesh uh raise your hand and let me know i'll drop you some numbers uh other than that we we'll just hang out for a minute. What you guys smoke? And not you guys let me know uh, how you, you, did you like tonight's show? How I know it was, a, for myself, I really enjoyed it. It was an interesting point of view, uh, super interesting story. So, uh, yeah. I know uh, I got kind of like crazy, to be honest with you. Tons of good info. Last Lost Leaf just dropped it yesterday too. And she'd come. I knew she was gonna bring it. And I was almost I am intimidated with all as much knowledge as I knew she would knew she would and could bring today. So uh yeah, thank you, Sonia Sonia. Wait, what? Oh, uh, that was a super fun, fun interview, and I'm looking forward to seeing you on 420. So what are you guys smoking on let's hear that appreciate all the comments there please hit that thumbs up i know i i can't believe i never in my life do i think i was ever ever gonna say that but please hit that thumbs up uh show me that you enjoyed the show and uh again what are you smoking on Brad says i'm all hashed up i could jump in let me hydrate and rehydrate fuck yeah red i love you bro so red's gonna jump in help me yuck it up a little bit aldridge 25 cheers right back at you tangerine sounds really good oralis and props f2 Ooh. charlie's farms you wanna all right sounds good we'll get it going throw this in here boom red numbers are in the chat brother abolish farms i think i've seen you poking in there you still hanging out how are you doing tonight i'm gonna have to go back and if you didn't miss it i'm sure you didn't go back and catch uh, skill bowls and reds late sesh of course it was on earlier tonight at 11 p.m make sure if you missed it to catch it next week live before you catch on to me, I'd appreciate it. Of course, always supporting the good folks over there at the Michigan Bros Grow Show. Don't miss uh, the Frugal Force Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. A boss and uh, the Force will be dropping some organic knowledge over there. And of course, the panel show
3: Sundays, 9 o'clock.
0: Always a good time. Hi, John, how you doing? Jimmy Crack Seeds smoking on some Skywalker OG. That sounds super good. Broke kill skunk. Why does that sound so fucking appealing to me? Just why does that sound so appealing to me? It fucking sounds delicious. Get real. Alice Phobb says he'll jump in shortly. Well, I'll be sure to drop that in the chat then, Mr. Bosch. I am toking on a little primal punch. Unfortunately, without hash because I knew she was going to be on point with some great knowledge and I didn't want to be all stymied in my hash coma, so I did leave the hash out of this one. C-99, Cindy 99, oof, do you, is that something you're growing, Smiley? Because if you got C-99, I may, would love a cut of that to be right about honest with you. That would be super, super tasty. Smiley, if you want to jump in on this, uh, you're more than welcome to hit that too. Just saying. Just saying, brother. Just saying. Now it's the time to fire it up. Smoke a fatty. All right, man. Just uh, skipping through my messages and seeing uh, some good news there. Looks like uh, Hope Farms, which is another... uh, C B D based Cure uh Farms in uh California, I believe they're located out of. They'll be coming in and talking to us about some C B D and uh their cure their methods and how they uh process their C B D and their RSO, and all that good stuff. So that's gonna be uh fun. At least I did drop those numbers in chat for the bros to jump in on. Let's get a little bit of music going here while we're waiting for uh, everybody to jump in. So you don't have to listen to just my dumbass babble. We'll listen to, I believe it's a little hell yeah popping on first. I love this song. Need to go back in and uh, find Smiley and chat. Here. So what are you smoking on? Oh, hash time. I've seen that. As soon as I looked up. Hashtag. That's fucking... Any Durban costume. I haven't run out. Uh, Duraband just by itself, so I can't give you any, uh, advice on just running a straight Duraband for I would think we'd want to top, 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 people. Tomorrow we'll have, uh, Tenasi's Gardens here, and I guess since Tomorrow is the day I can go ahead and divulge our topic. Tomorrow we will be discussing psychedelics. Me and Tanazi Gardens will be discussing psychedelics tomorrow night I'm fucking talking shit with Google. Is that a subject that uh, interests you guys? I know it is me. We'll be talking about the psychedelics and also the medical uses for them. Uh, I'm totally interested in the subject myself and uh, can't wait to hear the knowledge uh, Tanazi going to bring drop on us. <laughs> he said, yeah, that's very vague. <laughs> this should be a fun conversation. Uh, I think I'm going to have a good night tomorrow night. I am very, very stoked about it myself. Super easy to doors from out high turrets. That's very true. It's very mold resistant, too. <coughs> good thing. Grooms, yes. You guys like that subject? Nice. Good, good. I'm super stoked to hear that you guys are liking that tomorrow night subject. He's a super uh, colorful person anyway, so even if it was straight up cabinets, it would be a fucking amazing interview anyway, but to throw in the topic of uh, psychedelics and magic mushrooms is a uh, super... <laughs> Super interesting to me. My man is smiling. I got all sidetracked talking to you awesome folks. So how are you guys doing today? northern michigan if you like snow which i'm not a big fan of myself but that's sure sure what i got tons of it at one point helpful pining uh, piney is great for uh helping you on your breathing so strange have uh have that anywhere as well will help with your breathing issues or just taking it in through uh, <coughs> essential oils. I don't know about the menthol cigarettes, so. Skill Bowl one, wait for me to let him in. I just seen you, brother, hold on, I'm letting in. Letting in, there you go. Skill was, is here he comes and get rid of this music so we can talk. Yo. How you doing good, sir? What the fuck did I miss on the late Uh, We talked really, really good
4: about your show. And I told everybody I wanted to bar stream and come over here and crash yours. So I figured I would lead by example by crashing myself. But in the meantime, I had to go oh. grab
0: food real quick. So I grabbed some uh, THC gummies from Zilla's. Good. I can see the bump, brother. I can see the bump. Yeah. Appreciate that. Hey, we're all in this thing together. So, uh, like a late night hangout, brother. Man, I hope you were able to catch some of that great interview. I got to go uh, back and that it. That was fun. It was fun. She dropped a lot of knowledge down. She's saying something about Hash? Oh, they were talking about hash and chat there. I I said personally, I said I laid off the hash because uh, I wanted oh, you, you to be don't want on to be stymied. 20. That's what it was. That shit made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. I knew she was. I mean, her bio when she sent it to me it was super intimidating. Almost. I mean, writer, grower, trimmer, trip from Russia, artist. I mean, it's. There was a lot of knowledge there And you both know You both know my uh, terrible texting in chat So She actually uh, There we go Corrected my grammar in, in text And I was like I oh, got shit you, huh? <laughs> 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 I better be on my P's and Q's For this one I am going to be paying attention So yeah I did leave the hash out of tonight's joint
4: Cheers, Jimmy Crack Seeds. What's happening, brother? Hope you're doing good tonight out there. Smoking on something good.
0: Altered's 25, says he's smoking
3: on some hash right now. I'm excited. It looks like that. So the interview kind of went a little long, huh? That's pretty awesome, dude. Gave you a couple hours. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought that was amazing. I really did. And uh, she also, I don't know if you caught the end of that, she agreed to uh, kick in some time on the marathon. I did see style. that, yeah. That's I'm glad thought, that you announced very
3: that. That's really awesome. I, I'm glad I got to catch uh, her on here for a minute, which is really cool. So Sonya's one of the few people I've, like, allowed in my house. So, yeah, man. Shout <laughs> out to That's If I love you, you've been allowed in my house. Sequence has been in my house. He knows
0: that was an awesome awesome guest to get out here <clears throat> and as well i'm sure that uh a lot of women growers were nice to uh it was nice to see you know for them a woman grower nice change of pace to see a, a woman grower around the farm so i appreciate that i really do it was she was super informative and uh she actually cut herself short there. She could have dropped us a lot more now. she she's getting a little tired. Oh yeah, really it is really lady.
3: great. Really tuned into the plant for sure.
0: How'd you guys She's a great trip She, she uh, a
3: over and showed showed some tips and tricks tricks trimming trimming and how to to bit crews and stuff like that. And Really really gave me some killer knowledge. It was really cool. She's very smart.
0: Sorry. a little you guys enjoy? little did you guys uh, happen to catch or enjoy yesterday's with lost
3: leaf? Oh, yeah. I crashed nice. early last night, so I've been picking up bits and pieces of that one today while I've been at it. Uh, most of my day I spent on the phone trying to troubleshoot my furnace problem solvings, but I got it mostly figured out. So I unfortunately didn't get to do too much listening to that, but once I get back in the garden, I'm going to do that Oh, one. it's... I got I also gotta to to catch up on Sonia's too now, now because I only caught the last chunk of uh Sonia's little uh interview with you. So I only got to see her signing off. So I'm really excited to catch the last couple episodes. Maybe I'm a little bit biased right here, but I think it's
4: awesome to have so many people putting out so much content, especially now when people have so much extra time on their hands to try to fill their days with you know what i mean so we're definitely glad everybody in chat cheers hope you're getting ready to smoke along with us and uh, i just want to say thanks for being part of this awesome community and thanks for letting me be a part of it
3: yeah eagle thanks for being so open and just inviting us on too i appreciate that cheers chat Choose cannabis community.
0: Not that much love for you guys, you know. It's better to have a banner amongst friends than to just sit here and try to uh, try to babble in front of the microphone as I smoke. So thank you. I appreciate it. No, you turned into quite the pro here on episode 17. I think
4: you've actually hit your stride. You know to your cues are good, brother. I'm, I'm really impressed with the, the leaps and the bounds and your viewership is right there with you, man. I see the same names in your chat every single day that I see. Shout out Trinity Farms. I see you out there, brother. Yeah, thank you. Shout out Trinity
0: Farms. Appreciate you, man. Trinity Farms just dropped a positive compliment on every fucking episode. Said, kept it a, keep it up. Great content. Appreciate it. I, them, them comments right there really, you know, help you dig in and make you want to do it more. I know you guys see them in your stuff as well, and it's I don't think, maybe you guys don't think we may not see them or whatever, but I know when I see them uh, compliments, I'm fucking stoked. Let me let it farms in here. <clears throat> so, Eagle, just because I'm on
4: the talking late, look, I got to bust like out the Jedi big time. The Eagle Roller. What's up, uh, shit talkers? Nice. Well, you know, what's funny because doing, our, our episode we just did on the late sesh is. We did it with Dank Man Dan. If you didn't get a chance to check that out, please go back and watch. He is one of those ultra positive people that always has something kind to say. And it's like I told him, he is an example of the good cannabis community that we always brag about. And, you know, I see a lot of people in this chat, too, that are always supportive. You know, just it's great to see, man. It's great to be a part of it. All right, where are the jumbo papers at? Right,
3: you got the jumbo roller, no jumbo papers. Oh, you got no. jumbo, uh, weed? No. No, dude,
4: jumbo weed, dude. Look, my my daughter bought this for me. This is what I keep my papers in. Oh, there you go. It's the space, space it's the space that's cats, what I'm man. Talking about. That's, that's a, it's a very and it's even got the glitter handle too for the extra coolness. is in
3: space, he's out there. In the, the say, there's universe. my little paper holder, somebody there's in right the last. The,
4: The last show said it looked like Abolish dropped out of hyperspace in the uh, Millennium Falcon when he showed up.
5: Yeah, I'm having to travel deeper, deeper into space to unlock the the true nature of the Force.
4: Red, you didn't think I had large papers, but shout out to Mammoth P and my local growth shop for giving me the hookup on the big papers and the built in filters.
3: So I'm still in the game, Coach. I'm That's going all I have. Is giant papers, but you know what? I don't know why I don't have any down here. What
5: is going on?
3: I had them
5: with P papers for a while. I can't bring myself oh, to roll with man. them. Like I just want to look at it. It's so fancy.
3: No giant papers. I'm gonna have to just it's go. It's so, so fancy. Go. There we go. I think go. since since you you got me started with the hash in the in the light la- last show there in the late sesh, I'm just gonna keep the hash rolling, Scobo. That boy. Eagle, I'm smoking on some hash tonight, buddy. I t- actually took my joint apart, and I'm re-rolling that fucker to put some hash in it, because that's so, I feel left out. I feel like I caught the very end of what you were saying. You didn't put any hash in your joint tonight, because... Uh, uh, he didn't want to get stymied with Sonia. He had to make oh,
4: sure that what he it was, was on his A-game, yeah. well oh, there you go. Up. Yeah. Yeah, there you Some go. intelligent conversation here, unlike what Eagle is being subjected to along with his listeners right now with us crashing the scenes.
3: Bunch of, a bunch of rattling oh, jars no, no, we are. No, no,
4: is this how we no, 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 no. Nothing. Like Actually, Galactic mm. Farms is a great fucking name. That is a good name. Here you go. Gotta use the old King Palms little here
0: little to try and, and something
3: Oh yeah,
4: the King Palm Poker. Dude, always save these things, man. Especially if you're a joint smoker.
3: If you're a joint smoker, use a king palm poker. There's my marketing
4: man right there.
3: Here we go. Cheers, Chad.
5: I really like some king palms, but I mean, I swear to you, I can roll about 10 blunts or 10 joints in the same time it takes me to pack one king palm.
4: You know what it reminds me of? If anybody out there knows what's up with the uh, freaking A Black and mild. And then repacking it. Let me know in the chat. Oh yeah, maybe hey, that's a like little a, too, uh, dude. Yeah, man, that's that, it's Yeah, old that's camp.
3: my cousin taught me that one, and okay. I forever I would always do that. would
4: wooden tip them boys, them you know what I mean? Yeah, freak them out. Okay, here we go, Eagle. I tried to do you some justice, brother. That's a that's a beastie. I just got to finish her off now. I should just load the end of this motherfucker with a little bit more. I feel like but, I still uh, have dreams where I'm
3: going to get Phillies and.
4: You you have dreams still? That just means you don't smoke enough cannabis, bro. Dude, it's weird. You I better you know better turn that I consumption up, but you'll stop having dreams altogether. <laughs> I, I have
3: very, very vivid dreams. I'm a I'm a daydreamer. Okay. Daydreamer. Eleanor Rigby. <laughs> see that. Sorry, man. We're turning this into a late session stupid vibe and bullshit. Sorry, you go over over here come. killing your show, man. Oh I'm doing exactly I'm just what we're supposed Canada, to, right? right?
5: Shit
3: talking. Shit show? Yeah, that's shit talking, man.
0: That's well, there's a difference there, Paula. Shit talking in the aspect that you're talking about it sounds more like fucking a negative thing. Shit talking on the show is more like a phrase for two friends getting together in a laid back conversation. You fucking talking shit with your friends, not necessarily shit talking. There's a huge difference there, in my opinion. People has so, to. Yeah. He, You've got the spiel down, don't you? Eagle? You
3: gotta announce it. <laughs> he's got the spiel well, down. you Are know, you really? I was I was
0: fucking T Dog when T Dog was on. I you know, I've always asked everybody what they thought of the title, and everybody except Sonya, fuck, I forgot to get this sound bite from Sonya. I've asked them what they thought of the fucking title and whatnot. And T Dog nailed Go it. Ahead. He's like, Man, it's just though. you know old old slang. Old. T- he's uh he's yeah, he's already committed four twenty. In fact, since you want to bring that up, let's uh let's go over that a little bit. Who's already signed on yeah, for this? I thought about that when We've I was at the uh, dog
3: Show. Oh, go ahead, man. Sorry. We've got
0: the idea man on the list there. Smiley. Smiley Shout will out to be Smiley. Here. You said uh, you'd participate, Mr. I've... Red Setter Farms. Yeah, man, I'm hopping... Farms said... Charlie's farm said he'd uh, pop in whenever we needed him. Uh, the American one is donated some time whenever we need him on that day as well. Lost Leaf said he'll be here talking to us throughout the day and on his time slot. Of course, Mr. Skibble1 Skibble17 on your YouTube uh, will be joining us in the morning, I believe, is when. Uh, Midday around noon, isn't that what you said? Or early? Oh, I want that 420. I want that if I
4: want that first four twenty in the morning. That's the one I want. There you go. So I don't there mind vibing on with somebody else. True. I might be able to catch it. You know, you because sometimes he goes until five. And I'm sure on four twenty he yes, turns sir. up to an extra extra knives. But you won't be doing it alone. I guarantee you that. How's that?
0: Sequence three said he'd be a part of uh the four twenty adventures. Uh good man here uh abolish farms said he'd uh, help us out with some content and some time there that'd be a uh, super cool spartan grown said uh he'd donate some time as well Is also nutrient shootout said he'd uh, donate some time for said he'd donate some time in on this t dogs in it as well Mid grower one said he'd be here for uh some time he wasn't sure what time he'd be able to donate because uh the grow tubes putting out a show that day as well, but whatever, I'll take what I can get. And of course, Sonia, wait, what? Just said she would donate some time as well. And I have a ton of invites out, so I'm sure that list will. Well,
3: this that's a that's
0: a star-studded cast, man. Life of its
4: own. That's that's really good. <laughs> it that's it gonna is. be four twenty is gonna be jamming. We have to make it extra special, man. We have to. I mean, if if the only sesh that you can get is the YouTube community sesh, I mean, shit. You know we're going to have it fun. I know somebody's going to say some funny-ass shit in the chat. I'm looking forward to it.
3: Yeah, chat's going to be rolling all day. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be fun.
4: Oh, did you see that? in yeah, uh, the it reels.
3: I got a one to hear. It says reels uh
4: one hundred underscore two one two. This show is subcool times ten. He would love this. I hope you realize what that means to Eagle when you say that. Yeah, yeah I agree. I'm glad you pointed that out to Eagle. Eagle. <laughs> I can't let it go by. <clears throat> Head I Stoner's miss Ball. It too. I got you. it
0: has been a good experience, man, and uh I love all the support from you guys and chat and all that, you know, it's been fun. You know, Michigan has a, a unique community. We really do. We are not uh, we like to see each other succeed. And that, I think that sets us apart from all the other marijuana communities. <laughs> and not only that, we uh, seem to be picking them in, uh, robbing them from everywhere else. You know what I mean? We've got all the great, growers in our community, but we seem to be uh, snagging them from all across the country. Heck, I've seen people in uh, these chats from the UK. I've seen a couple of them from India. Got viewers that pop in all night from Canada. I mean, it ain't about just... Uh, it's it's a global cannabis community. community thing. It's global, man.
3: Yeah, I'm not seeing them in chat, but there's a dude from Australia in chat on the late such just a little bit ago. That
0: cool? I, 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 I was looking through my analytics last night and uh, the, like the people in other countries, I'm like, there's actually people not only just watching this in other countries, but it's being translated you know in caption in English across the street screen. So, not only are they just watching, it, you know, they actually have to watch you know the screen for the translation and everything. I'm like, wow, that's that's amazing. That's just amazing. It blows my mind that you know a little grower from Michigan could fucking touch anybody from outside exactly. of this little
5: breed. You nailed you know it right I'm there. Saying?
0: Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty. cool. It's really cool.
5: The analytics are fun. I'll spend hours looking on there, like seeing like exactly how many women watch compared to men. Like what what countries? Uh, like it's really really cool. It really is,
0: internet. It's it's terrible too, Apollos. I find myself it's like Facebook or Instagram, like exuberated times a fucking hundred and shit. I find myself checking that YouTube creator fucking thing uh, way more than I do my Instagram anymore. I'm like, all right, because this is is looking up.
4: But this is a lot more personable because this is real time interaction with people. Like Aldridge just told us, he's from Texas. Shout out down there. Deep in the heart of Texas. It doesn't get more foreign than that. Don't no doubt, bro. Richard is in the UK. Good morning, Richard,
5: from across the pond. Yeah, share this content on your social medias. Yeah, like Facebook, definitely, because we don't really do too much on there. I don't think anyone of us do. Nah, we And that's it, a yeah. pretty. There's actually a pretty big demographic that grows and is interested in cannabis that is only on there too.
0: Cheers, Mr. My guys. You didn't think Eagle was going to leave out Facebook, did you? Oh, you know you. That's it's
4: one of the older nests that you held, I'm sure, for social media.
0: I don't post it but to it but lately since uh, like even on the iPhone I found is fucking I hate my iPhone, but there's little things that I'm starting to like about it. Like, from my Android phone, I can uh, post to, say, um, <clears throat> Instagram and uh, Twitter and Facebook. You know, I had a pushable button. So, I can, you know, that's what made me start reposting to that old account. I was like, hmm, I've got, you know, a lot of followers over there I haven't connected with in about 10 fucking years. Well, I'm not letting them know I'm still alive and doing something. So, I started throwing shit off that way. But I just thought it was cool as fuck. But now, from the iPhone, now one one positive from the iPhone now I can uh, everybody knows I have some. Uh, there's Eagle Gardens, one Eagle Gardens. Mi, there's Eagles Tats, there's uh, the Weed near Misfit, one uh, Motor City Misfits. I have all, uh, but uh, with the iPhone, I can post post to all those accounts and Facebook and Twitter all one pressable button so you can you know advertise times a whole lot more on that damn iphone So that's the only thing i like about the iphone the rest of it i could just smash with a <laughs> but uh, yeah i've been utilizing as much social media as possible and I, like i told you guys in the beginning it's silly not to the only platform i believe right now i don't have an account on is a fucking tick and i don't even know why the hold up is there because i'd rather snag in on every fucking platform and at least snag my name up before somebody else snags it up and tries to trade me for some bullshit than uh then use it and let it go i'd rather jump in there claim my account and fucking leave it never used or whatever but at least yep. have my name there and available in case i ever want to use that shit. So, and I, I tell everybody to do that. Not only that on your main accounts, make sure and run, get that back up and make sure everybody knows about that shit just in case. And I, I preach this because I've lost so much over the years. That's why a lot of people don't know as much shit about me as they do, because I've been doing this for a long time, but I've lost fucking so much content in the fucking dig den when it folded up and fucking mass roots when they fucking folded in. I've seen a lot of fucking communities what we, uh, weed chat forums fucking fold in and in an instant you're like heartbroken. Not only did you lose touch of a community, but you lost track. I, I'm guilty of uh like back then that was my records. You know what I mean? I didn't even take. Oh, I was terrible at taking records back then. I would make a post, and when I wanted to know basically what was going on, I'd flip back yeah, through man. my feed, and I'd go, "Okay, I put them in flower that day. Okay, cool." And I used my social media as kind of my notepad, and that fucking sucked because once all that shit folded up, well, guess what? It was all gone. So that was the other reason I started branching out and making counts everywhere else. But backup counts are fucking really important because nowadays we all know about this fucking shadow band bullshit, and if you have shadow band or you get pulled on one account, then you still have a voice and a way to reach out still with everybody else to go, hey look guys, I'm not dead. I'm just fucking over here. They fuck me. They fuck me. <laughs> so yeah, that backup account on even on the on my YouTube already, I've already created a fucking Eagle Gardens branded account. I don't plan to do anything with the branding, but that right. backup accounts there and I've already started to funnel a little bit of content over that way just in case they do plug plug on this shit.
4: I want to say a shout out to Alex Boychev. It's 7.44 a.m. over there. It's Wake and Bake time. Cheers. I hope it's going down smoothly and doing its job. And there was a question Was oh, by well, the way, far, do you think there are any. You're
0: busy as hell on that computer. You're yes, not making yes. up my TikTok account, are you, motherfucker?
5: <laughs> you know, I was actually, I want to ask you a question on it because I mean, this is going to make me sound old. My uh, head and I really don't, I see the TikTok posts and I see the little things that people are making. Uh, And when I ask about it, I've asked about this about, I'd say probably six months ago or something like that. And most of the crew and a lot of my friends were like, that's for younger people. And at the same time, I have uh, like marketing gurus that I watch that say, you're dumb if you don't put your brand on TikTok. So, my question is, what what, what what could you actually do on TikTok other than like video? Do an advertisement. Like, could you yeah. actually like do a guide on there, like show somebody how to clone or anything like that? Sure.
4: Why not? Whatever your time thing is, exactly. you could do it. If you know you had to break it up and put it out in different parts, I mean, there's definitely a, a demographic on there that would like to see that.
0: Yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, to- mm-hmm. you could make like, I don't know if they're like 90-second videos, but you could just make 90-second fun uh, advertisements for the show and throw them up there, I would think.
4: Uh, UKCIF420, yes, we were live, and I'm sorry you didn't get a notification for that. But in the future, if you want to check us out uh, for the Late Sesh live, that will be on at 11 o'clock on Mondays, Eastern Standard Time, right before... You know, we can use that as a pre-session, you guys can fly over here to Eagle's Nest and kick it with him. So
5: Yeah, we're trying to stick to a schedule for you for the Girl Skis. Like just just know that at eleven o'clock on Mondays, the late session will be on and just like on Sunday nights, the live will be on at nine and Frugal Force will be on Saturdays at eight. It it never really changes. But but the notifications so have in, been screwed. Yeah, we wish we we should should a fucking
0: TikTok or a Zoom lesson for us. I forgot to fucking lock... They've been making improvements on this fucking Zoom yes. all week for the last week and a half. And I'm telling you right now, I've had multiple instances where fucking they've jumped in on me and fucking fucked with my shit. They just did a minute ago. And it, since... uh, It all stopped. So it, when you're running your shit, you have to lock these meetings. And I didn't lock the meeting after I left you guys in. And something just fucking... Took over my shit and fucking made my screen go haywire. But after I locked the meeting, now I got fucking full control again. So when you're running these meetings, fucking make sure you are a fucking. Uh, you know what's even weirder about this? Wow, this is fucking weird. Uh, is after this, it does help to lock these meetings. But no, my phone's fucking plugged in right now. And on top of the fucking shit that just happened with Zoom, my phone just fucking started over and it's fucking plugged in. It's not like that battery just died or anything. It's, it just fucking tripped out and started over. That's some weird shit. Yeah, it goes weird go. shit.
4: Uh, yeah, in the chat, they're talking about TikTok will remove your cannabis content faster than Instagram. And the guest that we just had on the late Sash Dank Man Dan, was just talking about how his wife... Had uh, her content gets pulled down almost immediately when it's cannabis related from either smoking or showing the garden or things like that. So I'm not really sure. Definitely look into it. Yeah, definitely. What a bummer. Really, it is. And thank you for that Ocean Decor 420 for
5: that. Yeah, I appreciate feedback. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it saves me a lot of time.
0: There's a new name. Wait, how would you spray say that? Spay, spray spray art spray Welcome. That's a name I've never seen before. Welcome. How you doing? Welcome talking. Fucking talking with shit with you. Fucking talking with shit. <laughs> fucking.
4: <laughs> fucking get talking high. with shit. Let's get fucking. Let's high. get
0: It's uh, been a long day, bro. I didn't actually plan to go the bonus round tonight, but since you guys were hanging in, I was like, fuck it. it, Why
5: not? Smiley said they allowed if I do a dance video while I'm cloning.
0: I do cannabis, but that shit locks my phone up like fucking crazy. That's the one platform that I can't fucking use. As soon as I bring it up, it locks my phone up.
3: I have an but account, but I use
0: the so- social doobie. I use that one. I'm on cannabis, and I got
5: I got high hopes that it's gonna like, you know, go somewhere. Like, start bringing in people outside, just the people in the cannabis industry. So I have an account. I'm just not super active on it. I've been kind of waiting for it to really get going. I think that's what a lot of people have done, and that's kind of why it hasn't taken off. Is you know, people left
4: Facebook and they migrated to Instagram, and then, you know, Instagram has has its fans and definitely its detractors, so I think that's where a lot of these got created was in response to sometimes the tightening grip that social media has on content that they don't really like, sometimes like cannabis, so it's unfortunate. Eagle, there's a question uh, if you'll
0: be having fumador on. I keep talking to him, and he's, he said he'd come on, but we're having tra- scheduling trouble. Logistics. Keep yeah, yay, but Scheduling yeah. can be a motherfucker. The uh, other one chat. I use is Burner, Burner's uh, Social Club, which uh, was supposed to be, like, weed-contented, but I shit you not. Know, I, I looked through, and they're like, there's a lot of weed, but it seemed more like fucking more hookers than anything. So stay out of social <laughs> Burner's
3: <So-So> club. Burner's Social Club. I just coughed so hard that my entire body got itchy. That was uh, a pretty hard hash hit. So you still feel the echo of the cough and the burn? It it was an echo. My I got itchy, dude. It was it was rough. I'm trying to re- refrain from scratching myself all over. It was crazy. <laughs> like speaking just all my blood just
5: like went,
2: just speaking shook, of shook a all hash red, the
5: blender. Don't don't worry. I got the clip of you spilling the hash on the camera earlier. Oh, you got Uh, that?
3: Oh, awesome. uh, Oh, dude. Yeah, it's totally totally spilled hash. And man, we could do it. uh, Damn
4: near a 24 hour blooper reel for MBGS of just funny, stupid shit that we accidentally said.
3: It's funny because just before I logged on to here, I spent excuse me, I spent a good minute trying to blow off all that keef out of my keys trying not to smear it in there. I eventually had to give it a little wipe, but I think I got most of it off. My computer warmed you up. You would have got a fucking kinda, nice cake. kind of melted me, totally. in there, actually. <laughs> Computers, my mommy laptop's all hot. I got, now I got the melted hash. Sticky. Yeah. So, I want to be on chase. the record about this,
0: because I fucking stutter for multiple reasons. <clears throat> and I fucking stuttered real good tonight in doing the fucking chat with Sonia. During the word uh, transpire, I can't even fucking do it again. Transpiration? Transpiration, yes. uh, A lot of you probably don't notice this, and I guess I'm not too afraid to fucking show it or make fun of myself. But uh, I have a fake tooth right there from fighting (laughs) from all my many years of boxing. And my uh, tongue, when I I get cotton mouth like a motherfucker, likes to catch on that fucking tooth. And I uh that's why I stutter. I take that fucking thing out and the stutter's fucking gone all day long. But I throw that thing back in, my tongue likes to stick on that dry spot. So uh that's more a lot of times it's somewhat high, but more likely it's because my tongue's stuck to this fucking back of this fucking tooth. Eagle, so. nobody
4: nobody is holding that shit against you. We're just here for fucking hanging out and having some good oh. laughs. Nobody judging you like that. And Not to take your all. mind off it, look at what uh
0: nutrients saying. In the chat, <laughs> that's from about- years of kickboxing right there. The fucking casually kickboxing right there. Sometimes you fucking take one to the face. Yeah, don't let them Chuck Norris
4: spin kick you roundhouse in the face out of. Not that is the first shot. Don't don't go out like that, man. Don't just put your arms no, up I and know. take it in the face.
0: Shit happens. Shit happens, man. Shit happens. But that's the reason a lot of times when I get uh tongue tied, there. That's that's why it happens right there. Is because it's stuck on that. No? Fucking fake tooth. I hate it. You'll never see me without it. I fucking would rather not leave the house uh, and let that thing shine. In fact, I'm like super self-conscious about it, actually. Ah, No worries.
4: Nutrient Shootouts wants to know if you remember Subcool trying to light the microphone.
3: The gremlins got them. Eagle, get the door. There it is. There you go. No water after midnight. No food after midnight. No water at all.
4: You, a gremlin? Know.
3: What are the rules? Yeah, he's got a gremlin. Yeah, gremlins, man.
4: Don't feed him or any That's water something. after midnight. No water. What's his name? Like Mogwai or some stuff like that? Something I, like that. I think it was. Skill was like but a kid when that originally came out. I think it was like...
3: Mowgli? 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 I don't know, something like that. Is that something else?
4: Something. It's one of their... And then I think Mogwai, but then I'm like, no, I think that's that post-rock band. Can't remember. Anyway, that's probably like 1984, (laughs) 85. Yeah, I can't even unlock my mic. Ah... You can unlock it? Oh. We got you, you, bro. We'll run with yeah, this. we
3: heard you say that. Oh, you I'm, can hear me now. I, we, can, we can hear you now. Your face is frozen on my screen. All right. Yeah, just looks way, like you're know. lagging a little bit. Yeah, a little lag.
4: Okay. I gruesome said it's Gizmo. Yeah, that was one of their names. Gizmo.
3: Right? Yeah, he was That's the cute one. one. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, these damn jungle book. Yeah, Is that dude, jungle I wish, dude, there you go. Thank you. Also- I
0: wish it would be lag, but i lose control over the whole fucking computer.
3: Bright light. Dude, I love it, dude. They got lights
0: liked-
4: going. I dig it. Good. I think it was in, like, sixth grade yeah, when I fucking crazy. James, yeah. chat, we're just a bunch of stoners smoking and just kicking it. Talking you. You're to having a good time on our sesh with us, man.
5: Can Can you hear me now?
4: Yeah, dude. Yeah, it looks yes. like
5: you're back. Good.
4: See, aren't you glad oh, we did join Jesus, you? So you got man. some coverage for this shit.
0: Well, it looks to me like fucking. If it were the lag in the internet, I would think it. You know, like I said, I'm losing control of my fucking computer. So if it ain't somebody stepping in and fucking with the computer, then maybe the I don't have enough RAM or something. CPU ain't big enough. Kids might be getting a new laptop. <laughs>
3: it's time to go bigger, I guess. Hey, hey, Make this sure. shit work. I just blew Damn. more hash all over my lap. Man, you gotta no. be careful with hash, dude. Hash Brad. will burn through your clothes so fast. I was uh. trying to blow on and oh, it. Yeah. Off, oh yeah, but put two smaller pieces in there, and it kind of puffed Whew. out like an
5: ash. Yeah, man. Yeah, didn't work.
3: Nice That's piece good. of Thanks hash didn't go
4: out. Don't want to go out. Charlie is ready to jump in. Eagle. All
2: right.
3: You guys have
0: to stop talking.
3: No, I got the so call. I don't even know oh, if I can. Crazy, man. I'm taking
4: too big a hash rips over here. I get that nose itch when you hit it. Like you get down to the the end of like the big joint and just really kicking off the smoke, and you get that nose little
3: tickle. Try not to. Well, I feel like I feel like I can't let it go out, so I keep puffing on it, right? And I don't want to. Wa- well, it's not it that is, I don't want to let it go out. I just don't want to waste it all the smoke, so I just keep puffing. On just it. try to chief it, yeah. Chief about
4: it. Chief it out, g Peace out, Elliot Harkins. Get some rest.
0: Peace out. Have a good night. So, Mr. Polish, I got a technical question for you right there. <coughs> so, can I daisy chain these two laptops before I step up and buy another laptop? Because I got two sitting right here. Can I, like, link them together and somehow ease the fucking stress on the one?
5: No, like the- on-air tech. The only real option would maybe to get a like a SSD drive or some kind of external drive to put on there. It's really big and run everything off that. Yeah, it might as well probably just upgrade. How many RAM or how much RAM do you got right now? Do you know? Four, four gig. Oh, you definitely need more RAM. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, looks like I got some shopping to do for four twenty, fucking, because I ain't having to fuck up on that day. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think my machine
4: has uh, twelve, and I really wish that it had sixteen or more in it, just to keep it like that. So Actually, I know that when I had a laptop that had, I, it was either three or four. You know, it used to be really lag, and that was a few years ago. So you are definitely do for
0: you. You would like the performance
4: enhancement for that.
0: I actually did oh, the I bought This of... one, this one ain't old. No, I just bought this bitch like a month
5: ago. You could try bare bones in it. You go because I, I mean, up until I, I just got this computer, I'd say what about three months ago? Four, yeah, about three months. Yeah, ago, January. So. Uh, all the content up until then, I was using one that had about four gigs. But I would do what I would call bare bones, and like I, I would uh, go into Task Manager. I literally shut down everything on this damn computer that I could until I'd even test stuff out to make sure if the computer would crash or not, if it was running it or not. And then I would do, I would edit content. So that might be something to try if you don't want to buy a computer.
0: Yeah, I forgot actually I had an Instagram running here in the
3: background. I should
0: probably shut that shit down.
3: <coughs> yeah, that may slow you down a little bit. On everything
4: slows everything down. Yeah. that's
0: one of the issues well i'm like trying to pick up little techniques as i go along so i've noticed that uh and in some cases when i'm talking to somebody like uh S- sergeant pepper the other night that uh th- couldn't or didn't want to love that themselves. Name. for one named. for one reason or another i found it a uh, pretty cool to uh just throw up their profile and uh kind of scroll down their instagram while i'm talking to them, So know something there's representing representation of them while they speak so i've been trying to work on different ways of you know what i mean screen sharing shit like that so i'm gonna keep doing that it sounds like i kind of need to step up so that's what i was doing this evening was i had that shit up and was like kind of scrolling down the page and shit but thinking of shit to talk about <laughs> Honing them skills as fucking uh, Mr. Skillbo and said. That's it, man.
4: That's all it is. It's just the more you do it, the more, you know, it's like fake it till you make it at this shit. <clears throat> we try to act like we know what we're doing, but you know what? You have to realize that we really we had to teach ourselves how to grow. And then we had to get better at it. And then we got into social media or kicking it with other growers, whatever you want to call it. So we've taught ourselves how to use this technology for this shit. It's, you know what I mean? So if there's growing pains involved to it and uh, it's definitely, it's not easy to sit here for, you know, like in our instance, we've been, we just did a long sesh show. Then we came on to here and we've smoked solid the whole time. It definitely gets harder if you get on the gas pedal smoking And you're trying to follow the chat and follow the conversation and still do everything right. And remember not to talk when you're muted like I do all the time. I did that shit like three, four times uh, yesterday trying to say something. And because I was clicking between my two screens, one was chat and one was the Zoom call, I would go to hit my space bar to unmute. And really, it's putting a space over in the YouTube comment section. So it makes me look like a jackass, but fuck it. It's all good.
0: Yeah, that's right. I'll just it's give every a shout-out. Shout-out to my daughter, Alexi I.I. I, here in chat. Love you, baby. Always peeking in on Dad, watching her dad. She's proud of me. It's, you know, I, I talk a lot of inspirational bullshit on the air, but I try to talk a lot of inspirational bullshit to my kids as well. And, um, you know, last night and the last few episodes have been just killing it, you know. And I I'm fucking blown away about this shit. I I said it earlier when I said, you know, I was stoked that other people in other countries was watching this, but it really it it moves me. It's really moving me. But last night when I got off the show and she she probably testified to this, I woke her up. It was like fucking four o'clock in the morning. And uh, I couldn't believe it. You know, when I had checked out last night, there was already, you know, 250 views or some shit on the show. And that's huge. That's fucking huge to me. You know what I mean? I can't fucking believe this shit. It just, it hasn't even settled in my mind yet that people are even uh, following along with this. But what I did was I went in there and I woke her up and I told her how happy I was, how this shit was going. And then I looked at both girls that were in the room and like I preach to them all the time is uh, it's never too late to pick up and start something new and uh, say you can do it, you know what I mean? In my mind, in my whole life, I've always, you ain't holding me back from nothing. If I can see it in my head, I can fucking do it. And uh, you know, there's nobody here and nobody in life has you the right to tell you, you can't. You know what i'm saying because you don't even know what you're capable of yourself until you put that foot forth and you've tried and uh that in itself that the first couple of steps are just trying and succeeding and the, the early steps will pull you full through and drag you forth but i made sure and told them you know exactly i was like you know i didn't think i would succeed you know i thought i would succeed doing this but you guys should know that you know i, I want you to know no matter at any point in your life, don't be afraid to pick something up and uh run run with it. You know what I'm saying? It's never too late to do new things in your life. Don't don't think you can. Couldn't moment. agree more, brother. You yeah. were there to support me in the
4: very, very beginning, before there was Michigan Bros Grow Show, when we had discussed, you know, hey, would you ever consider if I think it was like I said, if I could ever get a show like grow to Brown table going for Michigan or a podcast for Michigan, would you be willing to check it out? And he was like, fuck yeah, man, that's a fucking great idea, bro. You know? And and then we took off from there. I met abolished. um, That was the second time I'd met Eagle obviously. And uh, I met abolished the same day when he was working at can Queens table that was Kushdok. That's going to be a year ago on Monday. So, that I'm speaking of. And I was really, really impressed with how approachable Abolished and Miss Cantaloupe were. They were really super, super nice to me. Um, he even secretly slipped me a little sample of the Abolished OG to try, which was like super cool. So, like, when I'm leaving the show, because I haven't been to many, I got this Abolished OG. And then I, have in my other hand, I've got some stuff that Eagle gave me and I can't for the life of me remember what the hell it was that you gave me Eagle because you've had so many strains that have come through, you know what I mean? And it's like, when I got home, the first thing I did was, you know, I have two different grinders. So I put one in one and one in the other. And, you know, I don't know. It's like uh, that fanboy shit, but they've always been supportive of me. So I can't, but be supportive to all three of these guys in their personal endeavors ego with the talking shit show, Abolished in Red with the frugal force, you know, all of us collectively and the live stream on Sunday nights. We just, we like hanging out, man. And we love that you appreciate it, the conversation and have your
5: own going on in chat, guys. So cheers tonight. Speaking of that- this last one, Speaking on that, I want to, now I got you and Eagle here, do you guys have any pictures or video of that day? Because I, I don't know if you've seen today, but I, I started do. working on the one-year uh, video. I think that'd be really cool to have in there. Yep.
3: That's super cool.
4: I actually have a picture have of anything. pre, I have a picture of me and Eagle and my youngest daughter from the first time that I met Eagle, which would have been, at the second Cannabis pictures. Cup. Yeah, I think it's on your page, too. You know? And it's like, I don't know. It's I think it's funny because he's been... Both these guys were an inspiration to me early on because I just liked the way that they were approachable. You know? Because sometimes in the past, you hear of the opposite. Sometimes you hear about how people in the community aren't approachable. And they can be, you know... They don't want to talk or they don't want to share information or they don't really like people, which is cool, man. Cannabis is for everybody, not just, you know, one certain type. But it's really nice when you can find somebody that you can use as like a a long distance mentor and shoot information by and ask questions of and share, which these guys have always been cool with.
0: How cool speaking of that day how cool was it to uh hear from uh hickory tree farms a prairies, out to that one rock too but uh to catch up and hear his story the other day uh he's a cool guy man i have been following that cat since that day and uh i just i love the lifestyle man he does it at his own he's I watched him butcher his fucking own meat and shit and fucking Ain't that the lifestyle, though? I mean, when you can do it all yourself, be that subsistent. God damn this fucking dude. Uh, um, self subsistent I'm not even doing it again. Um, Where you can do it all yourself, Uh, you know, wood. Myself, I I, uh, cut trees. I was a tree surgeon for a while. I split tons and tons and tons of firewood. But uh, this last winter, I was watching him fucking uh, do his thing, you know, cut some trees down, drag them around with his tractor. And that uh, firewood tip there he offered up was just genius in my book. What he does was uh, he puts a log up there and he kind of like loosely puts a bungee around the log. So when you fucking hit that thing, it doesn't like split and go flying off. Well, the bungee keeps it together, so you can just you know whack at it and just you know hit it several, split it several times without having to bend over, and pick up every piece. And then if you know if the piece is just appropriate enough, then that's all you really need to drag in the house for a little while. So you can chop it all up and just grab that bungee and fucking drag it you know right in the house with you. And I thought, man. That is a great idea, man. That is just saving so much bending over. But he was a cool
3: guy to uh, to get to know. Go ahead, Red. No, I was going to say it's hilarious you bring up chopping wood, man. I was chopping wood earlier today because our power could have – I have a furnace, but our power could have gone out. But fortunately, I do have a wood-burning fireplace and a stack of logs. So I was out there chopping them up and then – about two hours later, my furnace died, dude. I got it figured out, hopefully, but it, my furnace died. And so I spent all day having to fix that. It was just such, it was the most weird coincidence. I was like, well, if I can't get my furnace fixed, at least I have a whole bunch of wood already chopped. You know, I'll be able to use that. <clears throat> if I had a bungee cord, I would have known I could have used a bungee cord and tied it up. And walked it up. I love fucking chopping wood. It's a dirty secret.
0: I could fucking split that shit with a fucking splitter, but I actually just love swinging that ad. A wedge? I do too, dude. Yeah, the old red wedges and shit. Did you see
4: Aldridge25's uh, comment up above Eagle where he says, congrats? No. I did not. He says, congrats, so Eagle. I stay up late. Love with there has been more content live lately at all times of the day. Great job, everyone. Thanks, Aldridge25. Oh, man. That's
0: yeah thank you very much That's super I can't awesome. let these
4: go by without sharing them with thank you because you know what I mean Like I want you to see the real time love that you get in your chat
0: it's a little harder when you get multiple guests to uh, keep an eye on you guys and then watch the chat it's, it's easier when it's like one on one I can have yeah, one yeah. eye on the guests and one eye on the chat but you got four in the box here it's harder to watch the chat I've like been sitting here four-
3: in it
4: I feel like it's having somebody that's juggling bowling pins and somebody who's got a hula hoop. Somebody else is like a fire eater, and you're supposed to be like playing the job of the lifeguard, watching the chat. You're trying to do
0: all of it at once. Well, I gotta say, you guys make it look pretty fucking easy. You know, you do. I I appreciate the fucking showing up on Sundays, rolling in it, fucking into the room of eight. To 45 and just fucking sliding in and plugging in the camera and fucking there's a lot to be said. I missed you know that's that's nice. You guys did all the work. There's a lot of work that goes behind this shit and a lot of uh clicking of the buttons that you know you don't see to make sure things are kind of going flowing right. Definitely
4: a shout out to Sequence Appreciate and Abolished. It. Abolished more for the content that gets put out on the channels as far as the videos go and the cutscenes and all the funny shit. And sequence more for being the one to orchestrate how to stream and how we're going to do things and the logistics and stuff like that so definitely two workhorses and the show wouldn't be what it was without them
0: that's what makes the team great is everybody you know other people in the team picking up where I, the flaw where the weaknesses lie you know And if everybody can, you know, pick up where there's a weakness, then that makes a fucking super-ass team, you know what I mean? And that's what obviously has been the key to your guys success over there. It's fucking great teamwork. Much hats to you guys. I've loved watching you guys grow this whole last year. It's been fun uh, being a part of it, that's for sure. We definitely don't feel as awkward now.
5: you (laughs) You know, I've been part of quite a few different like streaming or YouTuber shows and whatnot. And I have to say skill and sequence put together one of the best systems ever for that type of thing where like nobody really, like everybody's got to say it's a council rather than one head person. And it's, it's been, it's been nice. It's been great. Everybody works together as a team. You know, when you have eight people putting out content all the time, you know, on the same channel, like it's it's pretty amazing what you can do.
0: Shit, that's why I kind of haven't tried to flip this shit to you guys, man. You guys got a fucking going on over there with what you've got going on. I can't imagine trying to flip these uh, five-hour shows in your lap about <laughs> That would be an editing nightmare.
4: I'm sure. No, you know what I like? I like the fact that you're offering this Because let's say that there's somebody in this chat that's really been turned off every time that I've opened my mouth on here. I am really glad, and I got to get off your show for it, but to make the point, I'm really glad that they have the opportunity to interact with the same uh, basic people in the chat that you see in all of these shows, where they can listen in and stuff like that, because maybe they have a bigger connection with you than they do with me. Maybe they like the certain people that are in this chat, whatever. It's like... You know what I mean? It's their community as much as it's ours. So, as many different umbrellas or bus shelters as we can all jump up underneath and kick it and burn one. That's how we got to do it.
5: And I mean, we're all we're all working together. Like the the dream would be is you know we have a week long schedule of all the different shows and whatnot. Even you know not just stuff that's coming from us. You know the other tubers out there like the Grow To, Embracing Organics, uh, Do Grow Show bubble man i hope i don't miss any of the other big ones but you know just all all these shows working together to give a solid schedule you know for everybody out there i think it'd be great and i love what you're doing eagle you're bringing in the slot that rest in peace sub cool always did for us you know the late night live thing or just live in the middle of the day you know just doing whatever you know that was cool we don't have that no more
4: Eagle has always you know, been that, funny. though, even back in the Instagram days, though, because Eagle would go live on Instagram at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning and just stay on there doing exactly this same show, exactly the same show, but just on Instagram, right? You never know how long it's going to be. Yeah. You know, it's awesome.
0: Pretty much without the guests, yeah. And you know what? You know how that started was, was the mist for Subcool, and he was still with us back then because... You would notice there the live streams were only uh, through the bad times. If you look back through Subcool's life, uh, the hard times were the late nights uh, when Miss Jill he had problems with Miss Jill on the hill there. The late nights when uh, all through the after that late night late nights when uh, the girlfriends would pop up like that the last young girl. No more late streams. Miss Jill came back around on the mountaintops there for a while. No more late streams. Then she joined in for a little while, then no more late streams. Uh, and I would always be fucking bitching anyway. I'm glad, you know, everything's going good for you, but motherfucker, we miss these fucking late streams and shit. Ain't nowhere for us to gather and shit. We nerds miss each other. Miss you, motherfucker. You know, and uh, that would be a common, common message for me a lot because, uh, you know, we miss it. I miss him late night talks. That's when I would get to talk to him. Even if it wasn't the late night chats, that's when I would talk to him. was like one to three. So I guess, yeah, in a way this is my way of filling that void. For sure. There's always been an
4: audience at whatever time of day, man. If you've got content, there'll be people to consume it.
5: Yeah, a lot of people work like all day long and enjoy having some fresh content to even not, not even say watch, but listen to in the background. I really appreciate this stuff.
4: Shout out to whoever out there is trimming to this right now. I hope that your harvest has been bountiful and your herb is sweet.
3: Yeah. Yeah. To all the undercarriage lollipopers, bedroom sweepers, <laughs> all nine, man. Bedroom sweepers I got
5: you. The dude in yep. his
3: girl Those stressing out because he
5: just found spider mites. Shout out to the
3: dry, dry room stem sweepers. Yep. We gotta shout out the spider to mites.
4: Hash sifters. <laughs> bag processors, squishers.
3: Dude, the list just keeps going on. Cloners, propagators. I love it. I love it. There's so many so extractors. Many in the workforce and the artists. Picture the makers. Huge. The guy at
5: the gas station that sells me my papers. Yeah, Shout out to you, brother. You know what's up.
3: Shout out to whatever you're using to listen to it. Watch it. Dude, are we just vibing and vamping along here, Eagle. You're just like, I don't know if his microphone's
4: locked him out again and he's just like holy fucking shit, would you two shut the fuck up with this, man? God
5: damn.
3: Damn it, I think he's frozen.
5: He is frozen, but he frozen has a
4: disappointed or... look on us. No. Like, don't do it. Don't stick. do it. Stick. We're staying right here. Bring he it, it on was home.
3: Meditation. I Chat. Was, we were talking about meditation the other day. I think he figured it out. Oh, day. hey,
4: I want to give a shout out to the American one. He had a great talking shit, Sash, here with Eagle Man. Shout out to you, American one. I had respect for you before I'd listened to that, but after that, dude.
5: Appreciate you, man. So, yeah, shout out to Tao, man. Sorry, I've still not ran Godiva or Amy Aces. I have a nice stock of those because you've been generous over the years and I will run those one day. Your you Amy Aces gets amazing reviews from everybody I see grow up. And I mentioned that we had talked about it because I had done the
4: show with Eagle before that and he... And I were talking, and I said, hey, man, when you get a chance, if you're talking to Tao, ask him to talk about that Amy Aces for me. Because, you know, and so he goes through, and it's a big stacker. She's good weight. You know, everybody likes it. So I'm I'm checking the chat while I'm doing it. Uh-oh. You can blame it all on me. Sorry. (laughs) Baby, come back. Eagle, come back. We Shout can blame to... it all on Frontier. Is that who we can blame it on? Like? Oh, he's back. Oh, yeah, he's back. Hey, yeah, I you back into existence.
3: What?
4: Come on, Eagle. There oh yeah, yeah Yes, he, yeah, is. he, he is. is. He's back. See? Positivity. We got Don't him. tease me
3: now. Eagle, you were lost your hey, meditation sir. for a moment.
2: Uh-uh.
4: We got him. Abolish farm seems to have five years worth of stuff still to grow.
5: <laughs> it, yeah, my list is pretty long. But, like said, so that what was it the Keweenaw copper and the Lamb's spread that we talked about earlier. That's getting yep. up there. Welcome back. I've seen him move
4: it.
2: <laughs>
4: Yeah, that Lamb's spread is supposed to be like uh, a land racy Jamaican um, that has been around. Wasn't that the well, Bob Marley strain?
5: That, and it's what Phylos based their original uh, Geno hunt off or Phenon you know, or whatever. They, that, they're that they saying that's the original strain. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that. But what their scientists and them say. So, I'm really looking forward to growing that. Or anything crossed to it.
4: Well, I have three things that I've got popped. Um, I was saying earlier, That I have the Winnie that I got off of Eagle, and I think I think Abalos, you have those too because you were at the Cup with us, but Red, you weren't. Uh, The Winnie is a cross between Cindy ninety nine and Durban Poison, Mm -hmm. and Eagle has told me that it was a North Star genetic, so it's actually part of the parentage for Eagle's first creation which he calls Beautiful Loser. And there he is, Speak of the eagle, and he will return. Welcome back, brother.
5: Muted. I want to try some of these new strains that uh yeah. eagle's got, like that beautiful, beautiful Loser. Dude, that's I want that. I'm telling you. It's so
4: Can you hear I, I got you, brother. I told you, we bring you through these troubling there times.
0: Is. Welcome back. Gizmo, Gizmo's I'm just going to leave. Yeah. I'm just going to leave my mic on my fucking muted because yeah, uh, I've been open. listening the whole time, but computers has been fucking chirping out not doing shit. Definitely need more Ram. Definitely what? need more Ram. You heard all the good Charlie's things. Farm, I know. Yes, I did. I just want to say Charlie's farm. You did want to, you wanted in, but, uh, we we're just lagging so bad at the point that, uh, I didn't want to risk freezing up any worse than it was. You can sub out, so bro? Next time, buddy. Here,
4: my joint is know, gone. We're
0: we're... Well, we're good. We're good. We're good. There's the next time. We can come jump in tomorrow night. Right? Hello? Who's here? Anybody here? We are here, baby. Come back. <laughs> You know, my daughter knocked on the door and was like, you know, you're fucking froze on TV. (laughs) "Uh." She's like, they're talking still, though. I'm like, I know I'm fucking froze. I can't do anything. Uh, That's the
4: thing you want your people to know is that if your channel does freeze, that typically if they just wait, you know what I mean? You'll be back. You know, don't dump it yet sometimes people get frustrated, they want to dump the screen, but they don't realize that they're dumping the whole chat out of the window, too. So,
3: Yeah, and Hang I'll tell there. you what, check back on his channel, too, because if if it, sometimes it does, like, the whole thing will crash and fall. He, he and I, that happened to us a couple of times, two or three times one night. We were taking it long, and it crashed a couple of times, and then finally, we did stay off, but we came back twice, I think, so check yes. back if it happened. I like go to a different, separate page, that, close out new chat and everything. That was a good night, though. They really
0: missed out on some heavy chat there. And the Spartan grown-up episode. Didn't check back in.
3: Eagle, you and I set up and talked to, like, five in the morning or some shit, like, two hours or three hours after that shit died. I mean... Uh, I, think yeah, I think it was, honestly, closer to six. What's your timer? Yeah, that would have it's definitely it been... Was. What's your timer at right now?
0: Uh... Roughly
4: going. Because we've, right we've been on here for an hour and five minutes, is
0: what I've been on here for. Shit. So, and that's after the we just. One, did. I had one the other night. Five, five, like, five hours and 10 minutes it went on.
3: Five was, hours and 10 minutes. I thought we have been on two and a half bowls and a Packer so far. I'm on a half Shh. time.
4: Dude, I have no idea how many, whatever. I'm good. I'm I'm right here at the end of this. I'm thinking about going and grabbing some kind of delectables, digging into that shit and then cashing out. But I really just wanted to come on here, show my support for you. And like I said, I told everybody over in the late session to come over here. So I hope that somebody came over that was checking out our show who hasn't seen yours yet and definitely dropped a subscribe. So, uh, on that note, fellas, I think I'm going to bounce. Chat, thank you. I'm glad for everybody letting me be here. I hate crashing the scene all the time because I feel like I wear out my welcome, but uh, I am skilbo1 on Instagram, skilbo17 on here. You can find me Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Michigan Bro's Grow Show channel for the Bro Show Live, or you can also, again, at 11 o'clock on Monday nights, live on the Late Sesh.
2: Later.
0: You know, You're welcome here, Skibble. You're always welcome, bro. Always welcome.
5: Damn this computer. You
3: guys still there?
5: Yeah, I'm still kicking. I'm
3: All checking right. in, yes. I mean, my Next. physical appearance is still here. Slowing down slowly, Eagle. Slowing down oh. slowly here. Box.
0: Boxes are moving now. Boxes are moving. All right. Yeah, I definitely got to give me some RAM. Yeah, so well, that's I'd the th- thing about these these laptops these days. I haven't cracked one to open in a while. Else, you know, it used to be easy as shit just to drop some RAM into them things. I don't know if it's so new. I don't know if I want to take it apart yet. Yeah, I wouldn't. Should I mean, be a way to. Be a way to look it up online to see
5: if it's capable of more RAM, right? Most of the time, they're, they're so tightly packed in there, it's hard to nowadays. that. And if you want to keep using it, like if there's any kind of warranty on it, you void it right away when you crack it open, too. So I'm probably looking to get a desktop or something like that. I don't know, it froze up on us. And my pros again, I can hear you guys. Oh, we can hear you clear. So, your screen's just froze. And uh, you know, guys, nobody wants to look at that ugly mug anyway.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, at least it's froze on you smiling this time. Last time it was froze on you like with your eyes closed and head kind of down, and just kind of mm-hmm. looking like you were sitting there sleeping.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, rats! <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you got a nice little happy grin on your face. You look like everything's doing good. So I'll oh, take wow. that. I'll take that. The audio sounds fine. So yeah, I mean, it just looks like you got an avatar picture up. So you're good.
5: So instead of slaughtering his name, I like to call him Haggard. Haggard, or <laughs> I'm slaughtering that now. Haggard. Hag Damn, I cannot think of it now. From Harry Potter, anyways. His icon looks that squirrel. Yes. Have any of you grown plants that have uh, cried drops of sap from the bud? And yeah, I've seen that even in my OG. Sometimes it's just it, I. I say it's high, it's because you're uh, running high brakes. I yeah, have I've not, seen not it personally, too.
3: but I've always wanted to
0: see it. I've seen it, and I've always thought, hmm, what? Should I smoke that? It's been <laughs> I knew it had to be, you know, a large amount of something good, but I've I've always wanted to smoke it. Just fucking
5: Yeah. I smoked it, I've I gotta be it. honest. Yeah. I put it right on there. I mean I, I don't think I, I noticed anything different because I don't really remember my taste or anything. But yeah, I smoked it. Nice.
3: I, did
0: I, you I, uh catch it up? The other night, abolished on uh, the Bee Man or the Hickory Tree uh, Farm episode. There, we were discussing uh, uh, edibles and stuff like that. What we he did with his trim, and uh, I I gave I told him about your Kool Aid there, and uh, he absolutely and told him that you used his honey to sweeten that shit with, and he got such a kick out of that shit, and uh, he loved the idea. He said, "Man." I'm not only going to try that one day here, the next time I make hash, I'm going to make some of that. I'm going to sweeten it with the honey, just like you said. But uh, he also said he was going to make a, I don't know if he drank kombucha at all, but he was, he said uh, some June is what it's called. He said it's more like a, a better probiotic in it. And it was a better cure all. He was going to make some medicated uh June of that and I was like ooh I want to come down and hang out for both your experiments <laughs> if you don't mind but uh right? yeah he was really impressed with the Kool-Aid idea so you know that's off and I didn't take any credit for it man that was all uh, I was like man fucking he brought it to Detroit everybody loved it he he put your honey in there as a sweetener it's fucking delicious and um yeah, because I remember he, you know, he dropped you off some that night, that day at stock too. And that was he was a super great dude, man. But uh, I just wanted to point out there, though, he did love your uh, Kool-Aid idea, and he said he was most definitely going to try some of that.
5: Uh... Nice. Well, like, like I said, if he needs any guinea pigs or tests, you know, I'm there and I'll gladly share. I've improved the recipe since then. I've picked up a uh, Within like the last, let's say, month and a half, I figured out a really, really cool trick to it. It's where I've made it even more potent. So, look out for that at the next event. Nice.
3: I'm excited to try that. Sounds good. Your lemonade's are delicious. There we
0: go. Brought fucking chat Thanks. up on my phone, so now I can keep up on chat. I gave up on it on my computer. Oh damn! Yeah, I'm almost wondering if it isn't just getting hot. Is could that even that could be a thing,
5: right? That's totally a a uh, laptop. Definitely.
0: Maybe I should. I don't feel. Yeah, right there under the keyboard, it's hot as fuck. Blow a little fan. Maybe I could. Pick it up, maybe put a couple something up under the laptop, a couple dab containers, you know what I mean? Where you get your fucking uh, your wax and
3: shit and set it up on like four legs on that. Yeah, there you go. Cooling area. Yeah, I'm gonna try I a little cooling space, put it on a milk crate that's got a lot of air holes right up. I like
0: yeah, your little that's possibly five because mil- it seven runs mil- mil fine runs fine up until like you know a certain point i think that's a possibility that getting uh, just brainstorming yeah. fucking on the air yeah <laughs> just sort of just lightly blowing hits up and in between fucking chances,
3: <laughs> every hit just blow your, head <laughs> blow your head take some
5: cannabis, on a computer Feel your pain, little. man. I, I was just on a potato, like I said, three months ago. That computer I used from high school, which was 2004, until three months ago, and I literally only upgraded the, the graphics card on it once. So, yeah, I know all about doing this stuff on a potato. It can be rough.
0: You know, uh, this is what stepped it up. I'm. Everybody noticed when... Uh, i was able to talk and shit that wasn't dropping out on the bros grow show there it was this laptop i stepped up from the one that's sitting right next to it that was older than fuck so i'd stepped it up to this and now obviously i didn't step it up far enough (laughs) so you're right i might i've got a couple of fucking towers in there that could probably revamp but i don't know it's probably just easier to go buy a new one i think than to go Start fucking buying parts for that old bitch. Probably get better parts just to get from the
5: get-go, I guess. That might be a thing. Just go get a fucking... If you know how to build computers, you can do a really, really... save. I wouldn't say super cheap, but you can save yourself a lot of money, you know, build a new high-end one. The
0: thing I would... Uh, I'd have to get an operating system. I don't have any copies of, like, Windows 10 or anything laying around. So I'd have to go get something new. Right off the bat, which isn't cheap, that's why I'm thinking it might be saved me a little bit to just look at operating system. In it.
3: that was my thought. Yeah, I don't know shit about computers except how to do the programs that I'm able to download onto the computers. I just I don't know anything about programming or building or I know a little bit about memory, you know? That's about it. Not even that I know anything about the memory, just I know that the bigger number is more storage. Pretty, pretty oh, the common sense part about it.
5: I'm a nerd, oh, about, about it. No, well, I mean, Mr. it's, it's always so give me some though. advice. We'll definitely have to, like, uh, one of these times when we're not live or whatever, so we don't bore them to death. We'll definitely, like, sit down and have to, like, troubleshoot and see if we can just work with what you got. Because we should be able to. I've got a couple fixes I want you to try. I appreciate the tips.
0: Yeah, it's fucking uh, been a good night. I get to harvest now that I can talk. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to harvest some of that uh, fucking beautiful loser here uh, probably later tonight. It's ready to get chopping, got of clear out the LED tents and uh, keep them all scrubbed down, refilled with these girls behind me that are fucking, as you can see, way too fucking big. <laughs> going to have to do a little uh, super cropping or low stress taining. Oh, gosh, this is what I wanted to... Uh, point out mites no, was, mite just was locked up when yeah these, oh, uh, these girls right here behind me yeah um what uh Sonia was saying about mites and shit was and I had never heard this you know I had heard uh mixing uh diametric earth on top of your you know soil and shit to for predators and shit but she was suggesting mix mix it in with your cocoa to for to avoid uh, predators as well. I'd never heard that, but she said it worked very well. And uh, I forget what I have to go back. There was one other benefit to it as well as predators. Uh, I had to. I like to go back and listen because I found a lot of times in these interviews that uh what I'm guilty of because they're live is uh I'm listening, but I'm also I've got uh, my mind in another place. You know, trying to try to fill that uh, dead spot in case they stop talking. I'm trying to stay a step ahead. So I'm guilty of uh, missing a few things here and there. So I like to go back and rip through them on two X to, uh, miss anything that I, I may have missed, but she was loaded with good tips. I'm trying to think of, Oh, I asked her about the soap nuts because she was referring to, uh, again, mentioned you a little bit there. Uh, but I don't think I threw out your name, but I did mention that I had a buddy that used soap nuts. And uh, cause she was saying in, back in the old school Russia, her parents used soap nuts for uh, PM and shit. And and as a uh, pest deterrent, she, but they used just hard chunks of ivory soap, which I found that is pretty much the same thing as soap nuts and uh, a little bit of baking soda. Was her their mix, and I think she said the pH to about close to 12 or something shit like that.
5: But I could be wrong I, again. I have to read, listen. Holy to shit! Great facts, it totally and, makes uh, sense because uh, was I got the the nut just being a saponin from uh, Calactimus Coo, and he's been around forever. He's a straight up OG, and then uh, on the diatomaceous earth, yeah, the other thing was uh. I actually wrote that stuff off a while ago because I mean, until Bad Bunny brought something up to me. Now I think it's it's really good because uh, when you when you use it for uh, IPM on the top, like once you get it wet one time, it's basically useless. But what I found out because Bad Bunny's putting it in their new uh, Bloom formula is it actually helps with nutrient uptake too, which I thought was cool. So if it's an IPM in the soil and nutrient uptake, hell yeah, mix that in.
0: Yeah, you, just, you should uh, go back and listen to it. She had a great story about where she came from, but she laid down a bunch of great tits. She had uh, great tips on trimming and then... Uh, she had uh, good tips on some uh, lab work and we talked about molds and she had some good recipes for that. But I had asked her cause she had dropped the the soap and the baking soda sort of thing first. She was like, yeah, this is like old Russia, old world style, but I don't suggest this. And then she went on she gave another uh, uh, remedy. I think she was, it was for PM and uh, whatnot. And uh, so I let her go on and then I came back. And I'm like, okay, so. This is what the old schools, you know, you said it worked great and everything. So is there a reason why you shouldn't use soap nuts on campus or anything like that? She's like, no, no, no. I just, you know, so old school. That's what I brought you up on. I'm like, well, you know, I know a guy that is is you currently using soap nuts. uh, It kind of sparked her interest and uh, reunited the conversation a little bit, so. Abolish with I the old soul in that, that tech really, back yeah. to, the, you know, knowledge showing um, everybody the soap nut technique
5: I really do I, cool. I try to listen to my elders in the the industry I always have like I want to hear the, the old school techniques because it just the more I grow it seems like going back to the original ways is the way Mandalorian, this is the way
3: I wanted to try them for my outdoor this year, and c- if I had any issues, because I don't want to use batan guard out in my outdoor. I don't want to kill whatever living nematodes and other beneficials that I have going. You know, I just I don't want to kill. Benef- there's going to be beneficials, and so I'm gonna need to find something that's not like
5: too harsh. You know, it's something that's more of a deterrent. It's well, you so want. to well, the soap now you've if you're using it to deter or to destroy things that are susceptible to being a sapidin or an enzyme. so if an enzyme or a soap's not going to work on it, you're going to need to mix it up.
3: Yeah, I was thinking as like a uh, putting it on the plants and stuff. It will act as a uh, repellent to keep bugs off of
5: the plants or uh... yeah because you can basically spray it as much as you want it's so cheap you literally could spray it all day long if you wanted to but I would imagine the enzyme the enzymatic part of it will be done within a day the soap will take probably you know another day or two to get off there but you could spray the hell out of that stuff two nuts in a sprayer lasts forever cool yeah
0: my screen froze on me laughing and I was It was nothing about the conversation that was going on. It was more or less the coincidence. I went to look down to see uh, how many people were still watching, which that number would be uh, 37 cool-ass people still watching us talk right now. Uh, As I look down, my McGaffey pops up. It says my subscription's running out tomorrow. And I just can't help but wonder if that's part of... The freeze ups and shit. And uh, if it is, uh, do I want to go back to them as my defense? Because uh, it's been kind of shoddy if if that has anything to do with it. I just thought that was kind of funny. I'm having these troubles and uh, my security pops up. You're running out in hours. Oh, yeah. Are you showing cracks, McGaffey? Is that what's going on here? Just because time's running out on my uh, free subscription, I'm starting to get bombarded by uh, bullshit.
5: Then a couple <laughs> I slip through to make sure you know that you need them. That's kind of what I'm thinking of, Alice. That's kind of what I'm ups. thinking. Fake pop-ups. Check
3: your pop-up locker. Check your pop-up locker. That's all that. <laughs> that's why I was laughing. I didn't want you
0: guys to think I was laughing at what you guys were saying. I was just laughing at the, the fucking coincidence
5: Oh, you. But yeah, Red the soap nuts. Definitely throw those in there if you want. I'd also, if you're if you're gonna try, if that's the only thing you can think of to stay natural out there, rotate your essential oils with them because they'll mix fine with it. You know, do mint one week, do lavender another week rotate it and it'll really it'll keep any kind of pests you know confused
3: i've I've never really sprayed anything out there so I'm curious I've always just done uh just co planting and stuff so but I mean I've had aphids and of my plants I shake them off spray them with the hose life goes on out there you get caterpillars you pick them off you get moths you shake them out I don't know that's i've I've never sprayed anything outside so I'm curious uh Curious about it. Curious about trying a,
5: it. It'll be a boost, too. Like, spray the hell out of them because you want it to run off down into your soil. So you get that sapping effect, you know, on all your nutrients down there. Keep stuff from binding up and candy coat, candy coat, and others for your microbes to go after. It's good stuff.
3: Yeah, I, I like the idea behind it. Ever since I tuned in, the first time i don't know man almost a year ago i think you were talking about soap nuts probably on the bro show live uh podcast that was like episode what one episode one dude is that what it was you talked about soap nuts and that didn't you yeah i've been i've been on a snow
5: soap nut bandwagon for quite some years yeah
3: Yeah, any of the
5: like the first cannabis they smoked that was definitely was sprayed with that yeah,
3: I was thinking about – I've been thinking about this for a while. I should have started using it last year, but I just never – I I don't like sourcing stuff, man. I just
5: – It's a weird know, concept. Probably, to wrap
3: your. frugal or whatever, but I just – I hate sourcing stuff. I go for, like, the bare necessities, and then everything else that I don't think I really need, I just don't get. I should. I should try that out. I mean, I should try other things out. I guess so just kind of set in – I don't want to say set in my ways – I get um, frugal on things. You know, I just get kind of set in just
5: use, utilizing what yeah. I have in my surroundings so so often. And a soap nut's like a weird thing to kind of wrap your head around, even if you've grown for a few years. Like how am I putting just two nuts in my one gallon sprayer and this thing is lasting me weeks. And this is protecting my plants and doing the same thing that some of these hundred dollars, you know, a gallon products that I've been getting does. You know, it's,
3: it's cool. Yeah, it definitely sounds best bang for budget for sure. You back there, Eagle? No? Hey? Maybe? Hey. You're looking down on this one. No. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It, yes. Yeah. A-E-I-O-U. My Why some I hear? Yes. Yes. I don't know. Can you hear us? Yeah. Oh now you can't hear us. Now it's backwards. Oh, you can.
0: I've been able to hear you guys the whole time. I just can't fucking say anything. Or I wouldn't. It locked up. This is a science experiment on the air. I fucking uh I put some dab things underneath the fucking laptop to see if it'll cool off and see if I'm gonna get some control back.
3: Somebody suggested put a little clip fan. You got a little cheap clip fan laying around in your, your Storage supplies or something pop on there, or a uh, you got a little battery operated Cedar Point fan you like use to blow yourself off. Yeah, I've seen
0: them ask how many windows I had open. There's I only had Zoom and fucking uh, a window open, watching the chat, and even at that, the videos
5: paused on that. I think it's all froze up right now. So, are you hardwired into your laptop or are you wireless right now? Wireless. Okay, so where is your wireless mode or router located? It's sending your signal throughout the house. Is it elevated or is it on the
2: ground?
0: It's somewhat elev- elevated. It's probably about four feet off and it's probably going through two walls and it's probably about Twenty feet away. Would it, would it wall? happen
3: to be? Here's my question: Would it happen to be behind you somewhere in the house? Like, would the signal be going over top of those high pressure sodium? Not just the bulbs, but the cord that goes to your ballast, because you're gonna be getting some kind of an interference signal coming off of those wires. Oh, I agree. I agree. Well, no, that it would be.
0: That shit's behind mm-hmm. me in the. The, the modem would be in front of me But the I'm wall? thinking if you watch me Would I be better off To just try to fucking For an
5: experiment run a hard wire to this bitch And see if that's part of the problem Yeah definitely That I know that even if it wasn't part of the problem It'll prove your performance right now If you're hardwired in Because like the thing with Wi-Fi is it's, it's a heavier signal So the walls are fine It'll pass through the wall fine It's the fact that if it's raised up it's got to do like a waterfall effect. It's kind of like water. It's going across the ground. So, just always put your Wi-Fi or your modems on the ground for that. All these frequency around around. signals
3: flying around.
0: So we, um, everything we just talked about, uh, you guys are obviously nerds, just like myself, and. Uh, <clears throat> Did you see Med Grower One's face when I mentioned that about the router being in his room? Because I flat out asked him. I'm like, "Hey, man, since you just put that super powered router in your room, have you noticed any difference in your plants?" And he had like this like ghosted look on his face. And no, I is I it going yeah, to because there's. I said, man, there's been tons. I said, in fact, you, you being a breeder and having somebody that has tons of stock, this would be an excellent experiment before for you, because you have a, a, a stable environment to start with everything's coming from the same mother, all the seeds are the same, you know what I mean, to where these kids could be doing experiments with germination and the two packs could be sorted seeds. And they could have maybe even done them out of the same pack. I don't know. But that'd be the best way to go is for him to take one set of seeds from that same batch, put some next to that router until so he fucking put some over in his fucking germ room and see which one sprouted and which ones had a hard time. But as soon as I told him that that experiment had already existed but you should do it with your pot seeds he went, wait a minute. That's a thing? I'm
3: like, yeah, dude. You should fucking uh look at that. You know? and, uh, I might like, yeah. try that experiment thinking about it. And then I might try to sprout ones like maybe next to a speaker with some music playing.
5: He grabbed those pack of seat or that pack of seats so quick, eagle. That was fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he did
5: too. I better move this I would. I would I wouldn't even take a chance, but you know, could be a hocus pocus bullshit. Yeah, from what I understand, it takes a little more power, it takes like a strong frequency. The router is not going to do anything, but it, there is some science to it.
0: Yeah, but you never know. These newer modems, like the one I just got upgraded mine a couple months ago, and now that one's pushing that 5G signal too. And he was bragging about how, how fucking it was brand new and super powerful. That's why it made me kind of fucking throw that out to him. Because uh, they say that 5G, that if you look into the 5G, it sounds horrible anyway. But, uh, yeah, if you've got it right next to it, something you care about, I don't know if I'd set that shit I worked on Cell Towers there for a, a minute. I didn't technically work on, like, say, the towers themselves. I just happened to get to know the process. Uh, For one, them guys are limited in the amount of uh, time they can put, even be in and around them towers. It's like four hours a day. It has to be logged. They have to log which antenna they've been working around. And it's dangerous. Them towers put off some dangerous shit. And I was doing what? What I noticed when I uh, was— uh, you there, Red? I'm here.
3: I don't see a Yeah, so
0: Balus dropped out. Yeah, bolus dropped out. Um, what happened with the towers there was—I'd uh, go in and uh, cut them buildings. If you look at every tower, there's a building at the base of it. And I, we would go in and we'd cut, you know, holes in the building and move shit around, put air conditioners in. And I would go in and build a firewall in between the two rooms we were building, which was made out of seal studs. It had to be double five-eighths drywalled and had to have uh, FRP put on that shit. But uh, <clears throat> what I noticed by putting them ten-hour days in at them things i was doing basically the same fucking thing other places but the days i had fucking uh i put in at the towers were just so brutal and everybody on the crew noticed that shit man tower days were fucking brutal and go home headaches super exhausted and then you could go work do the same thing somewhere else and fucking go home just fine, normal fucking day, but every tower, we got to the point where we absolutely despise tower days, just for that reason, and we, I was like, no wonder the fucking, they can't work on these things for, you know, their time's very limited, and it's bad to live within a mile of a tower because of the fucking microwave some things put out
3: yeah man, I, I I try to like stand away from my microwave and shit when I'm Using it, and I try to limit using it. I try to never use it. I feel like it just kind of kills the nutrition in your food. But every now and then, I pop some popcorn or need to heat up some leftovers, so I do use it. I'd rather use Mr. My abolish, oven, I don't know what happened. Where'd you go? Abolish? I don't
0: know where you went. You're welcome to come back, back, back. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened there, but. Uh...
3: Sure, we're gonna miss you don't come back. Well, actually, Eagle, the clock's about to hit 3 a.m., and I think I'm gonna uh have to jump on out of here just the same. I'm gonna have to put some food in my gut. I'm gonna have to get some Z's, man. I think the uh, HVAC shop opens at like 7 a.m. around me, so I gotta try to get the sensor and make sure everything's up and safe and whatnot. So, right. if <laughs> not, you. yeah, I'm sorry, homie. If not I gotta Oh, a it's a
0: good thing. time. The computer's obviously Everything. fucking overworked
3: tonight, but I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I suppose it might, suppose it might not be a time to cool down. What's so, man? Just post weed, weed smoke, smoke at it. So, I'll, I'll do a quick sign-off. That way you can do your thing, man, without any interruption on the signal. I'm Red Setter Farm. You can find me on Instagram mostly at Red Setter Farm. Every now and then I go live on there. I don't know what time. Check it out. If you follow me, hopefully you get an update. And Michigan Bros. Grow Show, live Sunday nights. Brugle Forest, Saturday nights. And Late Sesh, Monday nights. And I got a little interview with Eagle. I think episode four or something like that with him. So check that out if you want to. Eagle, I love your show, man. I'm glad you got a chance to interview Sonya tonight. I'm going to get back. No, I appreciate it. it. Thank you. Man, I'm uh, I'm really excited to check it out. As a matter of fact, uh, I would have been in chat kicking it with you guys. We were doing it in our uh, our late such live, so.
0: Dude, you, know uh, I'm glad you brought that show. up because I want to be. <laughs> I want to say on the record, I'm sorry about that because I didn't even think about it when I fucking scheduled
3: that shit. And it's okay. I I want you to. Uh, it, I would
0: have been more than happy to have rescheduled it so you could have been a part of it. I just. It, you wanted you to say the word
3: and I would have been happy to do it. I'm, I'm glad you it supplied ran. You like, an awesome guest. And yeah, man. No, I just wanted part. the scheduling to work out. It As long as the scheduling worked out, that's all. That's all. Because uh, I was able to pop in at the very end and at least say what's up while she was still on and everything was cool, man. Everything's great.
0: It was super, yeah. super good and super Very fun. knowledgeable. Thank you very much. Very knowledgeable
3: friend. Um, cheers, Sonia, man. I'm really glad... She got to come on and give you a a boost of knowledge and uh, hopefully uh, give some knowledge to your viewers and everything, man. She absolutely did. Absolutely did. Yeah, man. Definitely a uh, strong member of the cannabis community right there, for sure. Been around for a while. A lot of fun, man. Well, I'm going to sign out of here, man. Eagle, you have yourself a great night, okay? Cannabis community, peace out. Chat. Love everybody. Take care, everyone, okay? Peace out, Eagle. Thanks, Red. Have a great night, buddy. You too, man. Later on.
0: Mr. Red Setter Farms, thank you very much for tuning in and dropping in. Of course, Abolish Farms, I don't know what happened there, but uh, appreciate him dropping in as well. And we cannot forget Skillbo one Skillbo 17 on youtube always a pleasure for him to drop in as well and we also cannot forget uh my guest tonight sonia wait what that was fucking a great uh interview i appreciated all the time and the knowledge that uh she laid down I want to appreciate all you guys that tune in every night. That number is growing every night. Uh, you guys are completely awesome. I want to thank uh, my, I guess, pretty much should call them sponsors, My Herbs Now. Uh, if you want to use that and uh, check that out, please. Uh, myherbsnow.com promo code Eagle Gardens One. It gives you uh, Free delivery and uh, grow book from the grow boss. I believe it's still part of that deal. Uh, Generic fertilizers, active grow LED. What's up Charlie, how are you doing? I'm so sorry you weren't able to jump in. Once uh, we had four of us going, I think it's my computer just heating up to be honest with you. I didn't wanna pull you in because I was afraid it was just gonna lock everything up even further but you're more than welcome to jump in any other night. I'm just completely sorry it wasn't tonight. And And um, so I could grow LAD. Of course, everybody over there at the Michigan Bros Grow Show, be checking out their channels and they got all the great content they are supplying over there. Uh, I wanna go ahead and shout out tomorrow's guests Tanase, Tanase's garden, an amazing guy, uh outstanding gardener, uh super great character. It's gonna be a a, a lot of fun. Uh please check me out tomorrow, normal time, eleven thirty. Uh you guys have a great night. As always, you know, do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness, change lives. Don't mean to sound like broken record, but I've seen it firsthand, and uh, I know how it can. So please let it uh, affect your life, and uh, have a pleasant tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow night. Peace.